Another week, another talking dirty. That was a really long pause. Well, it's not going to seem like a pause until you bring light to the fact afterwards. Oh. Could have been cut for time. Oh, so you put more work on you my blew it. You blew it. We put more editing blew work. it. This week for you in the NBA, return of Harden in the paint. I go hard in the mother paint. Then in the NFL, we have some free agency running backs Whoa. as well as your NFL fantasy preview. Whoa. Then we bring it over. We invite over uh, Dune and Joey for top five SpongeBob episodes. Then we take it over to pop culture where we got a mini review of the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie as well as your jams of the week. Ryan, how about a word from our sponsor? <laughs> that was a goat. That's SpongeBob. Huh? That's SpongeBob. That was, that was a goat. <laughs> that, uh, it's tough. It's tough. My mind is an enigma. That was bad. Um, 412-784-1577. 412-784-1577. Give me a call today if you need a paint job. Uh, with that being said, let's get into it. Yeah. All right, and before we get into it, Guy, how are you doing? Um, how am I doing? I'm doing all right. Um, what did I do? So I met my goddaughter. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was very weird. I never held a baby before. I was sipping my beer. I would have spit take if I didn't <laughs> have my laptop in front of me. <laughs> You never held a baby? No, it's just situationally never came up for me in life. You know, I'm like younger cousins? No. Well, so I have older cousins that have babies, but I just like didn't, didn't. Well, I, it wasn't offered and I didn't ask. You're not going to be like, let me, let me, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, let me get let in me there. Let me hold the baby. Let cousin like, Stevie hold the baby. Yeah, yeah. So like it just never situationally came up. What about up. your younger brother? Uh well You're I was probably, probably three years old. There's probably there's probably your parents probably were like sit here Steve and like, no, actually I was two him. years old when he was born. Yeah, there, I've seen pictures of two year olds holding babies before. When they're two years old, I don't know. Yeah, but it's like one of those the de- the parents sit next to them and stuff. Yeah, like, I mean it, maybe, but I don't remember it. Like I have no cognition of that. Yeah. So it, I'm it, I'm just counting that as the first ba- time holding a baby is nerve wracking. Yeah, I was very like a nervous. newborn, like a newborn. <laughs> I was nervous Holding shit. like a one year old, or even like after six months, it's like, like, dude, what if I break it? <laughs> after like six months, it's like whatever, because like yeah. their head's not like their neck's not gonna like snap. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I know the soft part of the head thing. Yeah, yeah, but uh, no, it was a good time. That's awesome. Did you go coochie coochie coo? Uh no, no. It was actually kind of weird because my so Zane and his wife Lexi. Zane's so, lawyer for all the listeners. Yeah, yeah, listeners. so Lexi's like sister came over, and she has two kids. She has a uh, toddler and a – he's like a eighth grader or some shit now. It's like 13, 14. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, it was just like a fucking house full of kids. It was like a Chuck E. Cheese or some shit. And I was like, God damn, I'm old. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just hanging out on a Saturday with all these kids in the house. Like, yeah. <laughs> 
Hey, no running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, no, it was what a good. What were you we wearing? Were you wearing like a the God a Godfather shirt? No, but you know it was bad. Hmm. <laughs> I was wearing the Godfather shirt actually. Um, so I brought my little vape pen. Well, from wrong. And well, you I blood, was around blood the in the kid. baby's ear like no, a dog. No, no, no. Because I brought it because like I was I was smoking outside, but I uh, put it in my shoe, like by the shoe rack, because I didn't want to just have it on. Yeah. Me, you know what I mean. So then, because there's kids around. Well, then I, and I also had like a pack of gum and I put the pack of gum in with the shoe too. Because I hate when you sit on your gum or something. It like yeah, ruins just, the whole case just, of gum. Even if it's in your pocket, yeah, you're yeah, in there yeah. for a while, it heats up and melts and stuff. Yeah. So I, uh, <laughs> so I'm just sitting there watching TV with Zane and I see the Lexi's sister's toddler roll around with a pack of gum in his mouth. And I'm like, oh no. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> Thank God he picked the pack of gum. <laughs> so just the pack. No, yeah. no, 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 weed. no weed. No weed. That's so funny. I, I would have, like, my stomach would have dropped if I, I saw that. I didn't say anything because I didn't want to like bring attention to it. But I was like, I told Zane afterward. I was like getting my shit, and he was like, "Why is your shoe on the microwave in there?" Because it was like on a high rise. After that, I put it up on a high rise. That's so funny. And I was like, "Well, actually, I saw I saw your nephew like grabbing one of the things that I had in there, and the other thing was my pot. So <laughs> I, I just hit it on the highest thing I could find. That's so funny. <laughs> it was out of the way. Damn. <laughs> yeah. So that that was a funny story from the uh, from the diet. All, all I was thinking of is even though it's nothing like that. But remember that one viral video where it's like. What do you have? A yeah. knife. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he he just walked in. He's like chewing on it like this. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> so you just let him have the gum? No, I took the gum and then I found the weed. And yeah, then give I me just this little shit. Both. Well, yeah, I wanted the gum. It was a new pack of gum. So wait, real quick. Were you high when you held a baby for the first time? No, no, no. That'd be kind of cool when you ever the, the baby. I smoked up. before I came and then like sh- maybe an hour after I was there, he, she was like, oh, you want to hold the baby? And I was like. I guess I should. <laughs> I guess I should. I said, it'd be funny if, like, when whenever she's old enough, you're just yeah. like, oh, by the way, the first time I held you, I was high as fuck. <laughs> like, that has been funny. But it was a good time, though. Yeah, that's awesome. But how are you doing? Uh, no complaints and no stories, so. Okay. So, not not, not bad. Not, I, today, I had the one of the easiest day I ever had my, in, at work ever. Yeah. Because I... <laughs> There was no one in my office. Slow season. Until three. Damn. So <laughs> Just for, holding down the fort. So for from nine to three, mm-hmm. I, I looked at some stuff I could do. Yeah. But I, I'm at, at this point in the week, I as long as I don't have any extracurricular like stuff I need to do for work, I just am out of stuff to do because my job what I have to do is very, very easy in the sense of like, I like doing it. So I just plow through everything like early in the week, mm-hmm. like making flyers, making reels, doing all this stuff for work. Okay. So instead of doing a little bit, I could do, I decided to save it for tomorrow. So I have a full plate tomorrow. So the day flies by true. Yeah. And to today it. I just sat <clears> and just <throat> made reels for dirty J sports. I played family feud. I got number <laughs> one answers on fast money for every single one. It was awesome. Um, what else I do? I did hoop grids. I did. Okay. Yeah. I went downstairs, talked to a couple of bartenders, drank some coffee, drank a lot of coffee today. Cause I was bored and I just kept walking around getting more coffee. What, like coffee or like coffee was what's the quote unquote coffee? Like, like booze coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Booze. No, no. Okay. I would I would never do that <laughs> solely because I would not want to risk my job. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like you have enough security. Though. I, there, there are certain times I have 
drink there. I want this one. But it's not. <laughs> it's never like. I'm not going to start drinking at like noon. No, yeah. I'm not saying like you're slamming back shots. Like yeah, maybe just do one shot at the bar. No, I was thinking about at looking and see if any of the cooks had any weed. I'm not going to smack some weed because I wasn't doing yeah. anything. Yeah. But no, I, I feel that. One of the few times I ever drank down there is when I was bartending because I'd be like, if I'm here till like 3 a.m. with one people, I'm that's gonna, different. Too. I'm going to put and put some like Jack in my Diet Coke and just. Well, yeah, you could also argue that it makes you more personable. Yeah, for but the position, I would never drink until it was like the end end of the shift because I'm like, dude, fuck this. Yeah, yeah it's definitely the 12 to three push. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, no, definitely. But yeah, you can't just come in like. All right, let's get started and just start slinging shots. Like, shots. There's, there's some bartenders <laughs> that, would, that would do that for sure. Yeah, that's wild. Unless you're at a dive bar. Dive bar, they drink with you. Yeah, if it's a dive bar, that's different. But if it's like, we're talking like Mario's and Southside, nah. Yeah, no, not at all. All right. Um, all right, so before we get into it. Yeah. Uh, we are going to do our fantasy football draft order. So we're in a uh, league with a couple buddies from college and their friends. Mm-hmm. And Guy signed us up. Yeah, I fucked <laughs> up. <laughs> guy signed us up to do the uh, figure out the draft Dude, order. Dude, I thought the, the guy meant the actual draft, but he just meant like, no, we're going to be doing the picking teams. Yes. And I was like, oh, fuck. So, yes, exactly. So, but, yeah, yeah. So, so we here we are. Um, on my laptop, we have it's called a hundred yard rush. Yeah, and it's just we put every single team in on this field. Then we're gonna hit go here, and it's gonna be like a little horse race. We're full gonna... full team names they had effective August seventeenth at six forty five p.m. Yes, exactly. Um, so yeah, I will be hit and go, and then mm-hmm. guy since he got us in this mess is gonna be doing a uh, horse color, race. Yeah, announcer. color commentating. So are you ready? Yeah. Start. And we're off to the races. In three, two. We are not off to the races. Now we're off to the races. And we have the Riley Reed option starting out strong with a big jump going up to the 30 yard line. And Janelle coming in from behind. And Bert swinging in from the side. Dirty J Sports getting a strong push, crossing the 50 yard option Damn. with Riley Reed Damn. option Janelle we're, we're and Bradley 1216. It's us versus Riley Reed. Oh, we're Janelle. against the Riley Reed option and Janelle. I'm not even talking about the Swiftberg feelers and it's a second Jay Jet has hit the tower is coming up behind. Janelle Riley Reed option Janelle's and Janelle is the winner in first. Dude, Dirty J Sports Riley Reed option and then a second Jay Jetta has hit the tower. Dude, Dude Bradley 1216. Bert Dirty J Dirty Sports. J Sports. It's not bad, Omen. And then we got Pittsburgh. The butthole bandits are probably going to come yeah, in last. Yeah, the butthole bandits are likely going to come in last unless Nikki just completely shafts this. And, yeah, butthole Nikki bandits. is in 11. All right, so the official standings. Wait, no, it's not official yet. It, it's official. This is butthole the last bandits running. has not passed the start. Yeah, yeah but it's, it's over. Yeah. So we have in the first overall pick goes to Team Janelle. Second overall pick, the Riley Reed option. Third, a second J-Jet has hit the tower. Fourth, Bradley 12-16. Fifth, Swiftberg Taylors. Sixth, Dirty J Sports right represent. In right in the middle. Yeah, that's that's like the worst spot. I hate it. I, hate it too. Well, I, I, did, I did a test here to see how this would go, and we got second. Did we? Or second or third. Damn. And I was like, damn, this, hopefully that's not like all the luck runs out then. Anyways. Guess what? It all luck ran Seventh out place, seven pick, Burt. Eighth, Al Bone, three seven three. Ninth, Ray Rice's Abusement Park. Tenth, Pittsburgh Feelers. Eleventh, Nikki. 
And coming up from behind, the butthole bandit, as expected. Ooh, literally, from behind, get it? Yeah, that's that's our Bottle. Dynasty League draft order. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna save that and send it. Dude, let's, let's let's do the actual draft during the pod though. That'd be that'd be like so. Did you talk him into it? No, the, the actual draft is unlimited clock, so it's gonna go over a span of like two weeks. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> so, <laughs> what when is this? so when we're on the clock, we can yeah. randomly middle of the day we'll get notifications. Hey, we're on the clock. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't hate it. I kind of like it. I never did about it before. What if it's like two a.m. Wait, can we strategize that? No, we can literally just... If it's at 2 a.m. when it's our turn, we can, just, we can go back to bed and just say, let's just wait till the morning. Oh, we can? Yeah. Oh, okay. There's no... There's, there's no, no clock. Okay. There's no clock. And then till the last week. Whenever uh, we preseason. Get... Yes. Okay. So, what if we just hold the fort <laughs> till like, the last week? That's what G-Baby says he's going to do. That's not a bad move. He said, I might just do that. And I mean, why are we drafting? I mean, I guess most of the free agency players are set in, but we, we still got injury possibilities. Yeah. Wait, what's G-Baby? What's his... Uh... I have no idea. Okay. Last time I asked him what, what team he was like, I haven't signed up yet. But, but, <laughs> but this was before there was 12 teams. He, there, he's so probably like one of the newer ones that I don't even know. Yeah. Um, sorry, I'm answering a work email. Oh. People... Look, uh, look at this workaholic over here. Well, I, I wanted my email to send the the link to the uh, thing so I could send it to the commish. Mm-hmm. And I got a really dumb email that I normally would not answer right now. But I, so I send out on happy hour days, right? We have a happy hour on tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I sent out a flyer for it saying, here are your appetizer specials, here are the drink specials. I sent an email out, here are the appetizers, here are the drink specials. Today I sent out, oh, also during happy hour, here's a buffet that's going to be down there. Is when it said, "Are you offering appetizers and drinks specials also?" So I'm just replying, "Yes." They've been listed in the previous emails for the for, per, for the happy hour. Hit them with the per my last email. Per my last email, you can't read. Thanks. I always end up thanks. New mail, Ryan. All right, I can do this later. Yeah, I think I end my th- emails with thanks, but if I like the person, then I'll like put something else in there. Mm-hmm. But if I'm like mad at you, I'll usually just leave like thanks. If, I, <laughs> if I'm mad at you, I won't say I won't just say, sign off. I'll just be like, oh wow, I'll just no, no thank you, no like say say email say say an email that I would probably hate. Um, hey, I forgot the mic stands at home. All right, thanks for letting me know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Lots of text. Give me like a Um Hello Ryan. I was just wondering about the uh menu. Um I was looking it over and I can't find this specific item. And then It's it's the under item. entrees. Okay. Period. Period. Oh yeah, that's, that's, like the that's a little brutal. It's under entrees. Yeah. Yeah. But All right. All right. That's Commissioner Thomas. Um, I mean, obviously we didn't cheat. We're the sixth pick. <laughs> I mean, come on. That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> if we were going to cheat, we would have been either two, three, or, or 11. Last. Or 11. No, you can't be last because we like last. That's what I mean. 
So 11. That's true. That's true. 11 is a good spot, actually. How about in our other league? You're 11, I'm 12. Oh, are you 12? Yeah. Uh, Me and you were last two. I was literally about to say, this is just discriminating against. Fuck each other over. No, I was just literally going to, I was just literally about to say in the group message. Yeah. This is just discriminating against Dirty J Sports. They probably, because they thought we colluded last year. They probably rigged it. It goes to the last two picks. Yeah. Eh, maybe. But I mean, I'm cool with the pick. I'm cool with the last, but. I just feel like we're going to fuck each other over a lot. Yeah, well, I'm going to be taking notes during your fantasy preview. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, but all right, let's get an NBA. Uh, obviously, big stuff with Harden. Do you want me to start or finish with that? Um, yeah, let's start with it. Yeah, start with it. I, I, I had it started with yeah, it. Yeah, we got, so we got the entice crew with the uh, fantasy pick. Yes. Um, all right, Harden in the paint. I go hard in the motherfucking paint. Brother. Daryl. Daryl. Um, yeah, so Harder in the Paint is back. For those who don't remember, two years ago we did Harder in the Paint whenever he was trying to get out of Brooklyn. It's just, hey, James Harden's in a situation he doesn't want to be in, even though he opted into this situation. Um, I, mean, I thought we started when he was trying to get out of Houston. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. It was, when it was Fat Harden, you're right. Yeah. Harden in the Paint started the segment whenever fat Harden, Harden got fat and tried yeah. to get out of Houston. Then it returned. Then it returned when he wanted to get out of Brooklyn, and now it's back again because mm-hmm. he wants out of Philly. So the weekend started <laughs> with some news where Daryl Morey came out and said the team is no longer shopping James Harden. Ooh. So for a split second, I'm sure Sixers fans were pumped. They are like, wow, James Harden's staying. This is awesome. Fast forward to either the same day or the next day. I forget because he was yeah. in China for this. Mm. He was at Adidas, uh, Adidas event in China, and James Harden said, and I quote, Daryl Morey is a liar, and I'll never be a part of an organization that he's a part of. <laughs> Let me say that again. Daryl Morey is a liar, and I will never be a part of an organization that he is a part of. Dude, that is brilliant, and I think my favorite thing from the whole thing was it was, it was like a weird congressional meeting that was like summoned. Yeah, it, it was, was like, like he was at a gymnasium with like I, a surrounding cast of people. I think he's like promoting his new shoes in China <laughs> currently. So I thought it's funny he's doing it in China after the whole Daryl Morey China thing yeah. in Houston. Remember that? Uh, like Daryl Morey was like was uh, not talking shit. I think he was just saying um, justice for Hong Kong uh, or okay. Taiwan or whatever, whatever one. Mm-hmm. And the NBA was like, "Fuck, the Chinese government hates that," and we. They were big in there, so you can't... So, like, China boycotted the Rockets. Okay. Like, all the Chinese says, it's like, no Rockets <laughs> games are played over there, all because of this. Okay. So, I thought it was funny that James Harden would like to call Daryl Morey a liar in China, where they already hate him. <laughs> so, that happened. Um, Harden also came out saying that he is open to more than just the Clippers, because I guess no one's trying to trade for $36 million, whatever he's making. Yeah. And uh, but yeah. I'm over James Harden, dude. So I think he's good and be great on the team, but for that price, that's tough. And why would you, if you didn't want to be there, why would you opt in? And I understand the argument where people were saying he opted in because he wanted all that money. But at the same time, if you want out of the situation you're in, mm-hmm. take a pay cut to get out of it and then sign a big contract. Yeah, like yeah. take that, take get, take the L on the on the contract you have. Maybe take instead of thirty six million dollars, maybe take twenty six million dollars. And then for a one-year deal or something like that, then then you can fucking go big, bigger. Like I, you can't opt I, into a situation where you make a shit ton of money. It's hard to, for a contract. It's hard to trade, and mm-hmm. then complain about how you're not getting traded. 
I just think not only like monetarily wise is it just a dumb move to trade for him. It's just also like he's such a diva, and like he just brings a negative energy to mm-hmm. your team. Like you always have to question like, does he really want to be here? Like, yeah, and he, he I feel like he doesn't like openly like talk shit like mm-hmm. some other people like Kyrie would. Yeah, but it's the fact that like. He wants out of, like, every team after, like, a year. Yeah. It's exactly. just, like, why would you want to trade all his assets for a guy who might want to be gone in another year? And it's not like he has, like, this expertise, like, playoff experience. Yeah. He, he's been, like, a second-round bounces mm-hmm. his entire career. Exactly. Exactly. I don't, know, I don't know if the Rockets with him ever made the – so the the farthest he made it was with when he was a six-man with the Thunder. Because made, they made it to the finals. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. But that's, like, a rookie year, like, second mm-hmm. year, and he's still, mm-hmm. like, not a starter. As a starter, I don't think he made it like to the Western Conference Finals. And that's what I mean. Like, what's like, what's the point? Because the only people that are going to really go for him are contenders. Yeah. Well, one team that's gonna is trying to recruit him is Dwight Howard in Taiwan. Yeah. (laughs) Dwight Howard's like, come over here, buddy. Slap in the face. Come over here, buddy. (laughs) It's so funny. Yeah, Dwight Howard. Dude, could you imagine that team? Dwight Howard and James Harden in in Taiwan. In Taiwan. Yeah. That'd be It'd sick. be like the Monstars versus the Looney Tunes. Dude, the they, would, they, they would go 82-0. and 0. I don't know how many games these leagues play, but like, mm-hmm. they'd be undefeated. However many games they play, they undefeated. would go and O. Oh. Yeah, and it's like um in the soccer world, miscellaneous sports, miscellaneous sports. Uh, ever since Inter-Miami signed Messi, mm-hmm. Messi's had six games, nine goals. His more goals on his more goals in six games than the rest of the team did the entire season. Jesus. Yeah. Maybe not the entire not the entire team, but like it was some crazy stat like that. It was so funny. I love it. Um Yeah, that's so funny. Um, but I saw on James Harden right now. We'll monitor the situation. I saw some teams interested um that weren't the Clippers. I think the Knicks were in, in that talk. I'm sure they are. But I, I think the Heat were in that talk. Yeah, I'm sure they were. Yeah. Well, going off one I didn't write down, I saw that the Blazers are not uh, in trade talks with the Heat at all for Dame right now. I mean, yeah, I've, I haven't heard anything about it. So. No, I think I think basically the Heat, they, they weren't like what the Heat were offering. So they just said, fuck you guys, we're not talking about Dame right now. But Dame still wants to go to the Heat, so it's kind of like... It's going gonna, it's gonna it's gonna to heat happen. up like September. It's going to happen, yeah. I think. It just... Because when does the I, NBA season start? Uh, uh, well, actually, they just released the schedule like right this second. Okay. Um... I I can just probably it's like mid October right? It's usually late October. Okay, so the first game is October twenty fourth. Yeah, so I'm thinking like mid to late September we're gonna get the Dame talks heating up. Yeah, probably. Um, the opening night is wow. What Denver if we're deep the creek Lakers. and it drops? What if we're deep creek and it drops? I'm jumping in the lake. One hundred percent jumping in the lake. What if we're in the pontoon boat though? I'm jumping in the lake. What if we keep going? That's, I'll swim. <laughs> I'll drown. I don't swim, care. Swim to the honey, honey. <laughs> yeah, give me all your shots. <laughs> Damien Lillard's the heat. Um, yeah. All right, moving on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the NBA released their group play schedule for the uh, for the in season tournament. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to bore everybody with like reading every single like game, um, but it does start on November third. Okay. It is every Tuesday and Friday until they get out of the group stages. Every Tuesday and fr- game on on Tuesday and Friday is a group play game. And I was looking at the groups, and I just want to say that the Heat and Knicks are in the same group. Oh, jeez. It's Knicks, Heat, Bucks, Wizards, and Hornets. I think the only thing good this thing's going to do is create more rivalry situations. I think so, too. That's, like, the only 
real tangible thing I see it doing. Mm-hmm. But outside of I that, think, I think things are going to get chippy with the Heat Knicks this year. Oh yeah, yeah. Just from the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Well, and the Knicks R- fan, the old rivalry. Knicks fans are just a bunch of assholes. Yeah, an old rivalry. I'm pretty sure didn't Josh Hart get into it with some players with the mm-hmm. Heat. Yeah, like I, I can see the, the old rivalry coming back. If that's the case. Fuck you, bitch. Speaking of old Knicks players, Porzingis is rolled out for the rest of the FIBA World Cup. Um, he has plantar fasciitis. Yeah, that's a that's a crummy disease. Because it, it, it's like it comes, it's like always going to be like lingering. Mm-hmm. Like even when you have it healed, it's going to be lingering. The Celtics, because everyone forgets, he's a Celtic now. Celtics said he's going to be uh, embarking on a four to six week rehab, uh, like journey to try to like be okay with it. <laughs> But like we were saying, it kind of just lingers around. So mm-hmm. that kind of sucks for Porzingis because I feel like this might be the beginning of the end for him. Cause even oh, though, yeah. Because even though he's bounced around another bunch of teams, he was still like really, really good. I'd say like once he went to the uh, Wizards. He was playing really, really good. Yeah, but still, like it was kind of like, I don't know, it's kind of on the way down. Kristaps, I'm pulling up the stats from last year. It was a wide parabola. He was like over the cu- cu- the tip of the parabola, though. Parabola. Well, you know, the upside down bell in math. For, it's parabola. Parabola. Do, 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 do. Dude, that's just math, dude. Parabola. Do, 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 do. So last season, he averaged the most points per game he ever averaged. Yeah, because who else was on the Wizards? Bradley Beal. Yeah, wasn't he hurt? Uh, somewhat, yeah. The year before, he averaged the second, the third most he ever averaged. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I still think he's on the When he was on the Knicks, he averaged 14, 18, and 22.7. With the Wizards, it's 23, 22. Mavericks, Mavericks is 20, 19. 20 and 20 and 20. All right. Oh, he's still good. Okay. Yeah. Mm, he's, he's pretty good still. But now he won't be because he's going to be constantly dealing with that foot, his foot stuff. He loves his foot stuff. Uh, next headline: Former Warriors president Bob Myers is joining ESPN as a studio and in-game analyst. Seems like a conflict of interest. Why? I don't know. Like he's gonna be an analyst. Yeah. So and, and a studio host. He's just gonna be like the Warriors are gonna be great. <laughs> well, yeah, you can say that about any ex anything, you know. Yeah, I guess. I, I guess. mean, you have Jalen Rose who played for the Pacers. You got Ryan Clark saying George Pickens is going to be better than Jefferson. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if you had that or not, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's not like a that crazy of an intro. Doc Rivers is he's going to favor like every team he coached for. Yeah. You know, like everyone has all those people are all ex ex whatever, and they are biased sometimes too. It's okay. But Bob Myers, I I I, I like this headline because. He was the genius that brought the Warriors dynasty to fruition. Yeah. His basketball mind is probably insane. True. It would be nice to like see what he really got he, in the noggin. Yeah, and I, th- I think where he's going to thrive is talking about young players. Because yeah. his whole thing is kind of just like scouting and everything like that. I feel like he's going to be able to like tell you all about these like young players who like not a lot of people know about yet. Yeah, I say put them at like the draft stuff. Yeah, do that definitely. But yeah, he's going to be just a studio end game. I don't know what studio is going to like entail. Like, is it going to be at the desk for NBA countdown with like Stephen A and Will Bond and and Greeny? Or is it going to be like what you're saying, like go to the NBA draft and he's going to be one of the guys at the desk and uh, he'll also be in game. I'm not really sure. Mm -hmm. 
Next, the Timberwolves revealed one of their, their newest uniform. Okay. I really want to hear what you say because I don't have an opinion. I think it's I think it's trash, but I also think it's kind of sick. But I think it's like weird. For what is that in the middle? Is it just it's a weird design. design? Yeah, it looks like maybe ice or something. I don't know. It looks. I think it looks really stupid. I think that'd be it's a cool design for something that's not an NBA jersey. Yeah, I agree. That'd be cool for like a rec league jersey. It's like they took like it's like they went to the Outer Banks. They bought something at the surf shop. And they just threw Minnesota and a number on it. It looks like it's a glass of water. They they squirt a bunch <laughs> of like food coloring in it, and that's like the shit that they didn't mix in yet. It looks like a Shark Week ad. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> See, if that's a Shark Week ad, I'd be like, that's sick. Yeah, yeah, that's sick. Yeah. But if it's a t- Minnesota Timberwolves jersey, I'm like, I don't think that's sick at all. <laughs> but yeah, I want to see what you thought because I, I I did kind of like it. First look, I was like, oh, those are kind of fire. Now I looked at close, I'm like, actually, not really. <laughs> Maybe if it wasn't. White if it was gray. See, I just like the. I don't like the food coloring look. Yeah. You can do something else. Maybe like I don't know. Make it fade. Make it from blue to white fade. Mm-hmm. That's better. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <clears throat> um. All right. Next. Like two more things. Hall of Fame inductions were this weekend. Uh, There's some great speeches from Powell. He obviously talked about Paco Sol. He obviously talked about Kobe. Uh, Dear Drakers. Becky Hammond. Um. Her speech was really cool because she was like, because Pop was also an inductee. Yeah. And she like basically said like, thank you for basically helping like women get on the map with your hiring of me, even mm-hmm. though that's not why you did it. And I was like, that's pretty cool. That is cool. Like yeah. she's I'm like, you, even after I left, <clears throat> you text me all the time. Like, don't forget to be yourself out there. And I was like, that's a really cool relationship with Becky and Pop. So that's cool. Um, my, my favorite moment was D Wade. When he got in, he, uh, Near the end of his speech, he had his dad stand up, and he was mm-hmm. just talking about, I was like, this guy like helped me like my entire life, playing with me in the driveway, playing here, playing me in the park, blah, 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 blah. And his dad's Dwayne Wade Sr., and he's Dwayne Wade Jr. So he goes, well, since our name is going in, come up here. So he brought his dad, and they, he's like, they stood together, he put his arm around him, and basically said, like, we made it, because like, it's the same name. The name Dwayne Wade's going in, so he's like, oh, yeah, me and Pops are going in together. Okay. I thought that was pretty cool. And his dad, huge takeaway from his dad, his dad looks amazing. Yeah, I don't know how old he is, but he looks like he's the same age. He looks he's like he's younger than Dwayne Wade. That's pretty cool. Good for Dwayne Wade. Yeah. yeah. Um, and also, when we're talking about a Hall of Fame, I just want to, something I always like to watch: who presents each inductee. Okay. So Becky Hammond, I don't know who they are. It's Teresa Witherspoon and Cheryl Swoops. I think that's a uh, just just WNBA players. Mm. Um, Pal Gasol had Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, obviously all-time Laker. That's cool. He also had uh, Tony Kuko. <laughs> because Tony was the first European basketball player to make it to the NBA. Okay, so he so he's like you're the one you like got you like blazed the trail for us. So I thought so that's they pretty pick cool. their they, they get to pick okay, the that's people. Cool. That's so cool. I thought that's pretty cool to do that. That is sick. Um, Dirk picked Steve Nash and Jason Kidd, his two point guards in Dallas. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, Tony Parker picked Manu and Tim Duncan. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Dwayne Wade picked Allen Iverson. Ooh. Which is off the off the beaten path there. Like why? Mm-hmm. But he said he like modeled his game after Allen Iverson, and he like really like, idolized him. Okay. And so I sent that to Owen because he didn't see that, and I just said, "Hey, did you see that Dwayne Wade is getting presented by Allen Iverson?" He's like, "No way." And I sent the meme of uh them from Predator with like the arm claps, and I was like, uh, "Heat fans, Sixers fans, yeah, Allen Iverson presenting D Wade." Um, and then last uh Pop Popovich was presented by. T- Tony Parker, Manu Ginobili, Tim Duncan, and David Robinson. 
Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. That's pretty, I thought it was pretty cool that Tim Duncan and Manu Ginobili had double duty. Okay. San Antonio Parker and Pop. That's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, that's Hall of Fame. Uh, I don't, Hall of Fame is part of my take brought this up. It's such a bad time to do the NBA Hall of Fame. It's like a week after the NFL one, middle of August. Like, what is it? Yeah. They're saying, why don't they do it like the week of the draft? Or why don't they do it like in March during March Madness? Because you find out during March Madness who's in the Hall of Fame. They have to wait all the way till August. Yeah, and it's also like you have like the NFL Hall of Fame game just took place. You have the NFL preseasons, like the main talk. Yeah, town. exactly. It was a Saturday night during mm-hmm. a preseason. No, no one's watching the basketball Hall of Fame. Yeah, I, I think you. I think you do it draft week, yeah. or you do it the week of like how NFL does it, right? Preseason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they Take always complain the about not having enough viewership for do, things like that, and it's like you make terrible decisions. Do it, do it, do it during a fucking summer league. There's a big tournament in Vegas for summer league. Mm-hmm. How about you conclude the weekend in Vegas with a induction ceremony? Yeah, you, you have to do it in Massachusetts, not Vegas, but still. Why don't you do that? It's stupid. I don't know. Um, and finally, the, like I said, their schedule's being released. But one thing that was re- released before is Christmas Day games. Ooh, I and, like and I, uh, I just want to go over Christmas Day. I don't really care about going everything else yet because um, everything else is going to drop right now. Christmas I don't feel like reading as we go. Those are the biggest ones. Christmas Day. First game. Knicks in the Garden versus the Bucks. Oh, fuck. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> Second game. God damn it. The Sixers are going to South Beach. It's Sixers versus Heat. Nice. Miami and easy dub. Uh, yeah. Next. No, no James Harden. Celtics versus Lakers. Oh no, I love that. Oh, why are you saying? Oh, no, I mean it's a good, it's a good, it's a, it's a all time, it's the best NBA rivalry. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be a on Christmas Day, prime to like middle of the day, Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, next Mavericks, Mavericks versus Suns. There's a little rivalry with those two there teams is, currently. Yeah, and then the last is Nuggets versus Warriors. Okay, the last game. I never. That's the only game I don't watch because usually at that point, all day. Yeah, it's like midnight. Yeah, it starts at ten. You're you're all day running around with family, drinking mm-hmm. some drinking some drinks. Like yeah. I'm not. I'm never up by for the entire ten o'clock game. I hear you, but I like the Heat being the second game. Yeah, me too. Me too. Knicks take away for the Knicks. It's all the football Christmas Day games. It's before all. That. At least we'll forget about the loss quickly. But it's me before football, so you actually can be able to watch it. Yeah, yeah. Because like now. Of my family, they'll be fighting for the Heat in whatever football game's on. True. true. And I'm just going to be like, fuck you guys, we're watching the Heat. <laughs> or I'll go sit downstairs in my grandparents' basement. Until they're up myself. like 20 points, and you're like, all right. <laughs> yeah. Rob, me and Rob love betting on Christmas Day games. That's like one of our favorite things. Good shit. Good um, shit. And it's funny because my mom hates us gambling. She thinks we're, we're, we're addicts if we place a $1 bet on anything. My dad loves it. He he loves hearing the action. So, <laughs> so throughout, like when we're like together in holidays, my dad would, like, he gets my, like secondhand my, thrills. My dad like look in the kitchen, <laughs> see my mom talking, say, like, so "What what action you boys got?" And, and Rob would be like, "Dad, dad, I got like fifty bucks in the Lakers. Like, oh, let's go!" <laughs> like it's so funny. Um, good shit. Yeah, but that's all I got for NBA. All right, if you want to take it away, NFL. You you. We are currently watching the Browns versus the Eagles in preseason. Uh, we just wrapped up. What was it? Jags beat the Cowboys? That was uh, week one. That was just a replay. That uh, was a replay. Because I remember that seeing sucks. that sick touchdown that the Jags back yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw that already. Oh, I thought it was like a current game. Okay, well we're watching sick. the Browns Eagles. That was then. sick. But anyway, so take it over. Uh, with preseason comes injuries. So some of the injuries that have been announced so far. Wait, real quick. <laughs> since, since that's up on there, Frank Reich. 
I saw a very funny tweet today. Yeah. Where it's like, technically, he's Frank whatever Reich the third. Oh, no. So it's like, so the Carolina Panthers have the third Reich. <laughs> oh, God. I yeah, it's know. so fucked up. But anyway, so injuries uh, from preseason so far. Titans wide receiver Traylon Burke suffered an LCL injury in practice and will miss multiple weeks. That sucks. Big for DeAndre Hopkins if you make a move on him. Yeah, fantasy. Uh, box wide receiver Russell Gage is believed to have suffered a season-ending knee injury. That's tough. Tough look there. Uh, and then Ravens cornerback Marlon Humphrey will miss at least a month following his foot surgery. Then Jets activated running back Brees Hall off the PUP list, and the Ravens also activated J.K. Dobbins off the PUP list. Damn. And then an RIP going out to former NFL running back Alex Collins. He died in a motorcycle accident at age Yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I remembered him, too. I did, too. Yeah, he was, uh, he was a pretty good back for Seattle. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, whoa. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. But then going away from the injuries and taking it over to free agency, a lot of uh, crazy moves from big-name people this week. The big one, running back Dalvin Cook, signed a one-year deal with the Jets worth $8.6 million. As a Jets fan, I'm happy, but I'm also more worried now that this team's going to stink. Why? Uh, it's just giving me 8-8 eight and eight Eagles vibes now. No, no. It, I- it's almost getting to that point. It's Where it's like, move. there's no way we don't do anything with this. It's a great move. <laughs> it when is. You, when you have, a, when you have a, a fantastic rookie running back coming off an injury, you need to have another guy you can share the w- workload with. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I think that's a perfect move. I think you're going to have the three running backs of uh, Brees, Dalvin, and Izzy from Pitt. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if he's actually going to make the team or not. But that's sick, though. Sick. That's sick. Yeah. He, he looked good in the preseason game, though. I know. But I think he's down the depth chart. Oh, uh, gotcha. So I'm excited. I hope it plays out well. Uh, next up, running back Ezekiel Elliott signed a one-year deal with the Patriots worth $6 million. Oh, wait. Sorry. Yeah. That's another one that's that had another injury. Armstead. Oh, that just happened today? Yeah. He got uh, okay. He could be missing the beginning of the season. <clears throat> He's their tackle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Looks like two is going to get another concussion. Yeah. It says he could be ready for week one, but you never know with big guys like that. Okay. Lower body injury of the big guys. Yeah. So. Sorry, continue. I no, didn't, no, I didn't mean to interrupt. I just, that just reminded me because I saw it before. You're good. I mean, I, I always like kind of stay away from like, oh, they'll be ready week one injuries kind of thing. Because so they'll have be ready, but they, won't, they might not even play. Yeah, yeah. Um, Wait, where was I? Yeah, sorry. No, you're good. Uh, yeah, so Zeke goes to the Patriots. Uh, big hit for those of you who drafted Ramondre Stevenson high in fantasy football. Hopefully none of our listeners. wait till week four. Yeah, so hopefully none of our listeners did their fancy draft yet. Yeah, that's always the worst, man. I hate that. Yeah, I <laughs> I refuse to do a fancy draft that's before preseason's over. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, our, our fancy dynasty draft's gonna be. Yeah, that's well. We're gonna hold out. Yeah, hold out till preseason's over. Yeah, we're gonna hold out till week four. Um, then next up, the Cowboys and out uh, uh, offensive lineman Zach Martin agreed to a new contract, increasing his salary eighteen million dollars. Mm, nice. It's a good good move for the Cowboys, getting their guy in there. Uh, pretty pricey, but he's definitely worth it. He's, like, one of the best linemen in the league. Yeah, very – I mean, yeah, you you have to at that point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the Raiders signed running back uh, veteran Damian Williams as the whole Josh Jacobs situation, and he continues to hold out. Damian Williams, where was he before? He was on the Chiefs. Oh, you are right. Playoff yeah, he was Damian? on the Chiefs. Yeah, playoff day. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, the Colts running back Jonathan Taylor returned to practice. 
but he did not report the next day to a to a personal matter. Dot dot dot. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It's an all time power move too. All right, I'll report for practice, and that's like the next day. It's like, hey, I gotta go. Like, I have something going on. Are you, are you doing another run of the? No, I'm I'm I'm, I'm watching the replay. <laughs> okay, <laughs> making sure it worked. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it with the free agency. I think that's like all the big names off the board now. Definitely off for the offensive skill positions. I feel. I don't think there's anybody else out there. Is Colin Kaepernick still out there? Yeah, he's he's gonna be. <laughs> he's gonna be. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think there's any. Uh, and then the last big thing from the week: former NFL lineman Michael Orr is suing the uh, the Tuies. I don't even know how to say their name in real, their real life name. It's Tuie. The Tuies, yeah. Uh, so pretty much two decades ago, they had him sign some paperwork. They told him it would make them their his adopted parents, and it turns out that it just made them his uh, conservators. So like guardians. Mm-hmm. Um, real quick, the free agent still out there is Clowney. Okay, Kalani's a good one. Kareem Hunt. Okay, Kareem Hunt's not bad. That's pretty much it. Like, yeah, yeah. Leonard Fournette, but he's kind of older. Okay, okay. Um, Jarvis Landry, but sorry, good. No, you're good. You're good. Yeah, Tui, Tui, Tui. Yeah. So they, uh, so pretty much using that, they were able to greenlight the Blindside movie, and he hated the Blindside movie because it kind of made him look like a giant idiot. Yeah, I mean, I'm real dumb. Yeah. <laughs> And he wasn't, and he and like it just kind of ma- it made him out to be that way, and he's hated the movie ever since. He's always been outspokenly negative towards it, um, so now he's suing the family for like what they did two decades ago. Yeah, um, I also heard. Oh, sorry for the yawn. Um, peop- the family they each got like two, like two hundred grand. Yeah, at the time the movie was made, and they all got two percent profit share. Damn, the movie made like three hundred million dollars. Yeah, it really did. It did do good. Yeah. It was I, I big Oscar dropped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tim McGraw. Was the oh, dad. I forgot tough. Tim McGraw was the dad. That's tough, dude. <laughs> yeah. I saw a funny meme. You know, like the kid the kid brother in that movie? Mm-hmm. They're like, you know, he got like he he had a hand in this somehow. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> he actually went on Barstool. Yeah, and he was Barstool like, Radio, like with <laughs> Dave and KFC and he talked about like everything. And I think he said I was in college, and my dad sat me down and said, "Here's a good check for like seventy grand from the movie." He was like, "He was like, shit, <laughs> good lord." Um, but that's all the major stuff I had for the current NFL. Uh, anything that you saw that you want to add in? I feel like I had a mental note to bring something up, mm-hmm. but now seeing the Armstead shit, I might have been that. Okay, so okay. I don't think I do. All right. Let's take it over to the NFL Fantasy Preview. Whoa. I need to take notes here. All right. So the way I did this, I kind of talked about with you off the pod last week. I have three categories for each position in fantasy football. Quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, kickers, defense. Yes, I did kickers and defense. Why? I don't know. Uh, you have your locks, which are sure things, barring injury. Okay. So if so... If- Say you say someone's a lock and they get hurt week one and they're not a lock. Do I can I yell at you for saying why did you make a draft like that? No, because okay. they got hurt. I'm just asking the questions that I think people are going to be asking. No, yeah, yeah. So locks, barring injury, should be pretty successful. Okay. Uh, my loves, second category. These are ones that you think you're you think they're hot. I think that you could get them at a decent value and they do better than expected. Okay. Then losers. These are people that 
will suck, in my opinion, or they are highly ranked, and I think they're going to be a lot lower ranked. Okay. So, so basically, people just bust. Stay yeah. away from them. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, starting off quarterbacks, your locks, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson. One more time. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson. Issues, tissues? I have, I think Herbert should not be in that category. I think he's going to be solid, but I don't think fantasy-wise he's as good as every other people you mentioned. I think since they still have Austin Eckler, he'll be okay. Yeah, but I, I still, you know what I mean? I feel like Lamar Jackson's a lock because, like, the running. He gets run. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes lock because he just throws a million yards mm-hmm. in the game. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen running. Jalen Hurts running. Herbert doesn't really run. So I feel like you I've, I've had him last year. I feel like yeah. you're, like, you're going to get like 25 points solid out of him, which is a very solid. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I'd put him as a lock. But uh, pretty clean cut dry here. I think all these quarterbacks, barring injury, finish in the top 10. I agree with that. I agree with that for sure. Uh, my loves for quarterbacks Justin Fields. Good. Trevor Lawrence. Okay. Geno Smith mm-hmm. and Russell Wilson. Okay, can I add someone? Yes. Put Ryan's personal one off to the side. Yeah, I think Anthony Richardson. If you get him late. Okay. Okay. If you get yeah, him late. Yeah. Like, if I want like, I was like, gonna. I was gonna combat it if it was in my losers. I know. I was, I, I'm saying like, if you can get him late and mm-hmm. just stash him like as your backup yeah. for a few weeks. Yeah. I think you give him a couple weeks. He's gonna start putting up great fantasy because he's he was a announced as a starter too. Yeah, so. he he was and. He's going to be huge in the running game. Mm-hmm. Like in mm-hmm. college, I think he ran like 600 yards last season. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think it would be great for fantasy. But I, you, with rookie guys like that, they might just completely suck. So you don't want to like go too high on them early. But, you know, but uh, I think it might be a good move. But notes, though. So I had Fields and Lawrence. I expect to take the next big step. Geno Smith, I think, will still be viable as a quarterback that you can get with value. Yeah. Uh, and then Russell, I think, will be up for comeback player of the year. Like with that. the new offensive system. I like that. Uh, quarterback losers. I have Ryan Tannehill. They're just me. <laughs> First thing I was like, dude, I'm not a loser. Ryan Tannehill. I agree. Kyler Murray. Okay. Deshaun Watson. And Dak yeah. Prescott. Dak Prescott's a dicey one, but. I think I think Deshaun Watson's a dicey one, too. I think, dude, he. So he, here, he here's, here's justifications. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Tannehill almost got benched from Malik Willis. Enough said there. Yeah. Dak will likely throw 10-plus interceptions, like we were saying. I agree with that. Um, pro- a lot more, I would assume, too. Uh, and then Cardinals look like a shit show, and I think Watson still has yet to prove he deserved the money he got. Yes. I think people are going to take I'm, him way too high. I agree with that. And he's going to – that's what, that's kind of where he falls into for me. I agree with that. I think if you can get the rest of your starters figured out before you have to get a quarterback and you mm-hmm. get Sean Watson then, sure. Yeah, yeah. But if people are going to be reaching, like they'd be reaching for, like, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, mm-hmm. everyone mm-hmm. you named mentioned before. Yeah, like, I think that's that's a big no-no. Pretty much the way to look at it is if none of the locks and loves are on the board and you get Deshaun Watson or Dak Prescott, I don't think that's an end-all-be-all end all situation. I, I would probably take Kirk Cousins over these two, mm-hmm. personally, but that's just me. <coughs> Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Yeah, I like them. That, that, that meme we posted is very funny. But, yeah, so uh, – Kirk Cousins. That's quarterbacks. Take it over to running backs. Your locks, I have Christian McCaffrey, Austin Eckler, Saquon Barkley, Derrick Henry, and Nick Chubb. Yes. All these running backs should pan out as expected, if not better. I agree. No no 
issues. My loves, I would have put him in locks, but he's a rookie, so I didn't want to do that. But Bajon Robinson is in loves. Tony Pollard, Alexander Mattinson, Damian Pierce, and Alvin Kamara. Damian Pierce is Texans. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So Bajon, like I said, I only put him there because he's a rookie and not a lock yet. That, that yet, yeah. Tony and Matt Mattinson are players that we have seen succeed at the second running back spot that will thrive at the first. And Damon Pierce killed it last year, and I expect growth in this run-heavy offense that the Texans have going. And Alvin Kamara, after the suspension, will face one of the easiest schedules in the NFL. Yeah, I agree. So Alvin Kamara, he was a little bit lackluster last year, so I feel like people are like being doubtful to him. But I think this year he's going to be breaking those expectations. Okay. I have one person maybe to toss out, but I want to see if he's on your – Losers, I have James Conner, yeah. David Montgomery, Josh Jacobs, and Jonathan Taylor. A little spicy. I, I think the James, James Conner one's bad. You think? I think because how bad Kyler's going to be. They're going to have to rely on run. Yeah, but like they the have a committee. They have a committee. Who the hell do they have? They have the uh, younger guy. Um <sighs> Oh fuck! What is it? Yeah, he's not bad. Uh, Izo, Izo, Inzo. Oh, um, it's something weird. It's it has a Z in it. Guaranteed. Okay, Z guaranteed. Arizona Cardinals. There's a Z right. guaranteed. There's no one with Z's. Fuck! Who is it? Read them to me. There's Ingram. There's a Keontae Ingram, Corey Clement, and Tyson Williams. I thought they had somebody else. All right. Well, anyways. Um, Taylor and Jacobs might not, might not even play this year. So Taylor is going to practice. However, he is, he has some injuries in his history and it seems like he just doesn't want to be there. I don't know. I'm thinking this Colts team ain't going to be too great. And I think Jonathan Taylor will suffer because of that. Mm -hmm. Give it kind of similar to Dak and, uh, who is it? Dak and Deshaun Watson, where, People are going to take him high, but he's not going to pan out at that position's value. Like last year with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then DeMont might be a backup to a promising rookie. That was the Lions. They drafted that Jameer mm-hmm. uh, Gibbs, I think it is his yeah. last name. Correct. And then the Cardinals are just going to stink hands down. Um, They're going to be down like 14, 21 points a game, not be running the ball in the second half. Now, where does Jamal Williams fall? I, he's he's relevant category. I the first of all, Tomorrow, I think he's gonna eat. Now, I'm surprised you didn't put him on love him because you loved him last year. I did love him last year, but that was a different situation. Okay. I feel like with the Saints, he has potential, but I just can't bank on him. Okay, I get that. I can't I can't bank on him being in the situation he's in right now. Okay, I get that. I get that. I get that. I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I I get that for sure. But when you brought up Kamara, that's when we think of Jamal Williams. Gotcha. Uh, and then wide receivers. So, locks, I have Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase. Justin Jefferson could be the first overall pick. <laughs> Jamar Chase, Tyreek Hill, A.J. Brown, Stephon Diggs, and Amara St. Brown. I love it. I love St. Brown. He's my, he's my new favorite non-Steelers. These receivers, in my mind, should finish top ten. My um, loves, I have Garrett Wilson, Chris Olav. Christian Watson, Jerry Judy, George Pickens, and Jordan Addison. 
So Wilson, Olavin, Watson, and Pickens all were promising last year, and I expect increased results with either getting better quarterbacks or their quarterbacks just improving in quality. Yeah, I mean, Olave went from who was the quarterback last year for the South? Andy Dalton. Yeah, to Derek Carr. Yeah, that's a big upgrade. Garrett Wilson Aaron going Rogers. Aaron Rodgers now. Christian Watson, he looked good at the end of the season last year. Like he was getting those like multi touchdown games in a row. Yeah, there's one highlight from the uh, Packers mm-hmm. uh, preseason game last week. Yeah, where Jordan Love overthrew Christian Watson. Yeah. But it was it was like a high it was a bad play yeah but Christian Watson burnt everybody yeah yeah so it was yeah. bad play on Jordan Love standpoint but Christian Watson mm-hmm. is so goddamn fast yeah I think as long as like Jordan Love can be average at best mm-hmm. I think Watson will do fine Watson's so fast you can give him a fucking slant mm-hmm. and he'll you can take it to the house probably yeah Jerry Judy I think that offensive game plan is just going to be better and he I think has more durability than uh, Cortland Sutton off of Jerry Judy I feel like. I think that's a great love, too, because I think people are going to downplay him because mm-hmm. of, he wasn't great last year yeah. because of the whole offense situation. Yeah. So I think that's someone you can like sneaky get. Mm-hmm. George Pickens, obviously, we're Steelers fans. Most of you are Steelers fans listening. So you know why. And, and he's better than Justin Jefferson. <laughs> According to Ryan Clark. Then George- to Ryan Wiederstein, too. <laughs> and then uh, Addison, I think of him being the number two at Minnesota could be handy with Jefferson taking the focus of defenders. Jordan Addison, he did win the the Blitnikoff. He went to USC, didn't do as good, but I think in a high powered passing offense could be could be very valuable. Yeah, I agree. I agree with Jordan Addison. Not just because I like Jordan Addison, but mm-hmm. because like I think when you have Justin Jefferson getting all the attention, yeah, Jordan Jordan Addison's like pretty damn good. So mm-hmm. like, if you're gonna leave him open, then yeah, yeah, he's gonna eat up. My losers, I have DeAndre Hopkins. Drake London, Calvin Ridley, Mike Evans slash Chris Godwin. Disagree Hopkins because of the. Yeah, I did this before that injury. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but can we? Can I? Can I propose a swap out for Hopkins? Yeah, sure. Uh, can guard Mike. Ooh, you're against him now. Unless I get him in fantasy. <laughs> He's just the biggest loser in the last five, yeah, three, four years. Yeah. No, we can do that. We can do that. Um, if. If Traylon Burks was healthy, I think Hopkins' career dies in Tennessee. I would agree with that until the injury news. Yeah, now that could be big. Now he's all Tannehill gone. Mm-hmm. Like he's going to be like targeting every single play. As for Drake London, the Falcons can't throw the ball effectively enough for uh, him to pan out any further than previously. Calvin Ridley, I mean, he did he he didn't miss it for injury, but he did miss a whole year and has no really built chemistry with Trevor Lawrence yet. Maybe by the end of the year it pans out, but. By that point, I don't know if it's really going to be worth it drafting him at a high spot. And I, th- I think if you get him low, it'd be mm-hmm. good to stash because I do yeah. think he'll figure things out with Trevor Lawrence. But mm-hmm. like, I agree with the he's going to be rusty. Yeah, beginning of the season. And uh, I think either Evans or Godwin will stink. One could work out decently, but their quarterback just quality significantly decreased in the off season. I think it's me, Godwin personally. It, it could be, yeah. I, I think, mean, I don't. I think I think you're rolling the dice if you draft either one of them. I, I think Mike Evans proved that he could be good with shitty quarterbacks in the past before they got Tom Brady. Yeah, that was like James Winston before he got his eye surgery. Mm-hmm. So like, <clears throat> I think I think he'd be good, but Godwin, I don't know. Yeah, only one only one receiver is gonna be good in that that team. Yeah, it's not gonna be a tandem like it was previously. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, their offensive line is. Really looked bad against the Steelers. 
So bad. So, like, Baker might not even have time to throw the ball. Yeah. <laughs> Take it over to tight ends, though. Your locks, the big three. Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews, George Kittle. Yes. These are the only three consistent tight ends in the league. Anything else is a roll of the dice after it. Can I guess you're one of your loves? Yeah. Kmet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's he was the first one I had down. Cole Komet for my loves. Dalton uh, Kincaid and Darren Waller. I was going to say Darren Waller. My other guess is going to be Darren Waller. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. Who's Kincaid? Is that, uh, he's a rookie, the, right? He's a rookie for Buffalo. Oh, yeah. I, I think that's a really good move. So Cole Komet's on a nice extension and is a favorite target of Fields already. Uh, as Fields grows, so will Komet. Darnell Washington. Steelers. Last last round, if he's still there, get him. Use your last pick on Darnell Washington. <laughs> and then Dalton Kincaid, I love as a rookie, and should slowly pass Dawson Knox as the tight end number one. Darren Waller is in a much better opportunity with the Giants uh, with their weak wide receiver room. I expect a big jump from him as well. thousand percent agree. Your losers for tight ends. Kyle Pitts. Absolutely. Mike Gusecki. And Evan Ingram. Gusecki's on the Pats now? Yeah. Okay, and Evan Ingram, he had yeah. a good season last year. He did. He did. What, what do you think changes? I think the Jaguars added a bunch more weapons at offense. I think teams are going to be taking them more seriously now. And I think their strength of schedule is a little bit tougher than it was last year, too. Okay. So those are some of the factors in there. Um, and it's not like Evan Ingram had this, like, big upstanding career history before last year. I think true. This, I mean, he, I think he's, last year's gonna he's be kind of a flash flop when he was in New York. Mm-hmm. Everybody's me amazing. Because I remember drafting him pretty, like, yeah. not pretty high, but I remember getting him the one year, his rookie year, second year. Mm-hmm. I was like, dude, he's going to have a big step this year, and he did nothing. Yeah. For Evan Ingram, it pretty much comes down to target shares for me. Uh, for Pitts, I see the entry on Drake London. Just see the entry on Drake London. Falcons can't throw the ball effectively. Mm-hmm. Mike Isecki will now have much less of, a, of an explosive offense with Mac Jones than he had in Miami. When you have Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle taking both defenders down 40 yards, Mike Gusecki was wide open in Miami. Mm-hmm. With the Patriots, you're not going to have that kind of opportunity. Not at all. Defense isn't going to be spread out that They're thin. not going to be focusing more on you than Juju Smith-Schuster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, and then over to kickers, your locks. I considered only putting Justin Tucker here, but I also added Evan McPherson, Harrison Bucker, and Tyler Bass. Okay, okay, okay. These kickers have been the most consistent in recent years and are on high-scoring offenses. Okay. So I think those are locks for your kickers. My loves for kickers, I have Greg Zuerlin, Greg the Leg, and Young Hoku. I love Young Ho. So for those of you who don't know, Greg Zuerlin is the Jets kicker. Okay. And I think the Jets are now going to be a high-scoring offense, so I think Greg Zuerlin being the kicker there, we're going to see Greg the Leg return to his former glory. Uh, For Young Hoku, I think with the addition of Bijan Robinson – the Falcons will at least get in the field goal range. And mm-hmm. I think young Hoku will have some more opportunities to get some extra fantasy points for you. Losers, I didn't have anybody. It's really anybody's guess who the kicker losers are going to be. I would just say, as a note, word of the wise, just stay away from shit offenses. Yeah. If you don't think that offense is going to get past the 50-yard at least seven times a game, and don't buy them. If you feel like stashing Fat Randy on the bench, he will get signed at some point. At some point, yeah. A little fat Randy. I was just checking if he fat Randy was on team. You know, I was gonna say you missed him on one of them. Uh, for defense, your locks. I have the 49ers, the Bills, and the Lurs. These defensive juggernauts will rule the entirety of the season. Do you remember one again? 49ers, Bills, Steelers. Agreed. 
For my loves, I have Ooh. the Broncos okay. and the Saints. Okay, I think you're missing someone. I think you're missing a team. For loves? Yeah, let's see if you're putting loser. Well, for the Saints, they have a cake schedule. Literally the best quarterbacks they play are Matt Stafford and Jared Goff. They have the easiest schedule in the NFL. Get them on defense. That's smart. Uh, Broncos were always a good defensive unit, but with the offense stepping up, it's I believe the defense will as well. Less I mean, pressure. last year, yeah, last year that offense was setting them up at like their own fifty yard or the forty yard line. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think now they'll have a better opportunity to succeed. Losers, I have the Patriots, mm-hmm. the Bucks, mm-hmm. and the Eagles. Eagles, spicy. Eagles. So here's what I think. All right, I'll, I'll start with the easy ones. So the Bucks are going to have the offense setting them up with less than 50 yards to go for most drives. So what you just basically said about the Broncos. Yeah, what I just said about the Broncos, the inverse yeah. for the Bucks. Uh, the Pats have the toughest schedule this year, so I'm staying away from them. Okay. The Eagles lost their defensive coordinator and a lot of other good defensive skill positions. The defense, I believe, will suffer for this, but not so bad as to be a bad defense, quote-unquote. But I think just like where you're going to draft them in terms of other defenses, they're not going to be worth that value. Like you might end up like drafting them at a decently high defensive pick. Mm-hmm. And then you're like considering picking up a waiver wire defense by like week four. Yeah. That's kind of where my mentality is. They'd be was a good waiver wire defense to get in week four, but they would be bad to draft. Yeah. Draft yeah. That's where I'm kind of at with the Eagles defense. So the one I was going to say, the Cowboys, I think, is going to be decent defense to get in fantasy. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, we have a really good cornerback. And all, I, mean, I just, I just we hate chat on Diggs. Trayvon Diggs, yeah. And we chat on him, but, like, you have Trayvon Diggs and Michael Parsons on defense. It's kind of – Yeah, it's hard not to. Yeah. I'll, I'll give an honorary lock for Cowboys defense. Yeah. We're not talking playoffs here. But, all right, wrapping up, though, with the uh, fantasy preview, I have Guys Biscuit Boys. What the fuck is this? These are players that are risky, but if it pans out, you get the biscuit. Wow. Yeah. I like that. I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. So I have uh, – this one kind of panned I, – I was thinking about taking them off, but I think it might pan out. Dalvin Cook. Uh, Brian Robinson Jr. on the Commanders. Remember man, him last man. year? Man, Do I remember? I, I bet him for comeback play of the year when he got mm-hmm. shot. Mm-hmm. Many men. Many, 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 many. I have Khalil Herbert, Bears running back. Yeah. I like him. He was successful with the Bears. I don't think they brought in anybody of value for running back. So, like, he's He's the guy. He's RB1. Yeah, he's RB1 right now. So, like, that's a huge move. Uh, DJ Moore. Yes, I agree with that one a lot, too. Mm -hmm. I think DJ Moore, very risky pick, but it could pan out if he's successful there. Then I also have uh, Hollywood Brown. I'm out on Hollywood Brown forever. I I feel that, but my thinking is, is he still in Cardinals? If the Cardinal, yeah, if the Cardinals, he's the only guy there. If the Cardinals are down 21 points a game, they're gonna have to throw the majority of the second half, and he's gonna be there. Yeah, that's my thought process on it. Not that the Cardinals will be good, but I think he has an opportunity to be a big fantasy uh, payout. Dude, no offense, but I'm looking at this. Eagles defense right now. I I think that's a bad move by you. That might be the only one. Jordan Davis and Jalen Carter on the line. They just added, they had trouble. This is Edmonds. the Browns' second strings. No, but I'm saying just looking at their roster, it popped up. 
Yeah. Jalen Carter, the rookie they got, is going to be sick. I think Jordan Davis was great last year, so that's your front two. Both Georgia boys have played together. Then they had they added Trollman to secondary from us. Yeah. Maybe. Um, Slay. I also have three more. Good. Sky Moore on the Chiefs. Ooh. So Pitcher he, boy. Yeah. So he's he's always been like you know pretty pretty good like wide receiver three mm-hmm. for for fantasy teams and for NFL teams. Uh, but this year. Uh, I think the Chiefs are going to definitely utilize him a little bit more. Juju Smith-Schuster is gone, so he kind of has the the uh, green flag for that offense. Um, they do have Kadarius Tony, but Kadarius Tony is not really acclimated with the offense much. So I think I think Sky Moore is a good move there. I also have Tyler Conklin on the Jets, the tight end. Yeah, and Hayden Hurst. He's the tight end for the yeah. Carolina Panthers. Oh, he's on the Panthers now. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's on the Panthers now. I was like, he was on the which I'm thinking, year. like you know, if Bryce Young likes his uh, tight ends, then he might go for Hayden Hurst. Because you also have Adam Thielen. As mm-hmm. a target. Adam Thielen and DJ Chark. Oh, do 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 do. DJ Chark do 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 do. DJ Chark do 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 do. All right. Um, I was gonna look up something. But that's it. Your NFL fantasy preview for the 2023 season. Now I know where your head is, so I can just pick it. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> steal your guys. God damn it. Um, And like, what's going to suck most about that is I have the 11th pick, so it's like I have to take those players that you know about first. And I don't want to, though. I like staving them for the swing back <coughs> route. <coughs> oh, God. I'm in your head. But all right, that's it for NFL. Let's take it over to I'm every voice you've ever heard. Let's take it over to top five SpongeBob head. episodes with Dune and Joey. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Talking Dirty Top Five. All right. Let's get into some uh top five SpongeBob <laughs> oh. episodes. Oh, whoa there. Hold your horses. We invite on our guests, Dune and Joey, both longtime returning guests. Good to be here, Guy. I think this is your second time, right? Yeah, I came on once to talk some bets, talk some betting. Yeah, it was like, it was was originally going to be like a a reoccurring segment, like Seppi's Betting Corner. Did we like make, did we about to make like a Twitter account for it? Yeah, I did have a Twitter. It's just hard to fucking stick with it. (laughs) Yeah. So, oh, mic's going down. I have to bring it back, though. Yeah. Long-time uh, fans of the show will remember me as the guy that shows up occasionally to talk about F1 and Scooby-Doo 2. Yeah, Scooby-Doo 2. Dune. <laughs> how, many times, how many times has Dune been on? I want to say four. Maybe four. I think this is four. So I think a couple weeks ago when he came on, we had this exact same discussion. Yeah, no, and I think we settled for four last time. It's five this time. Last time was four, I think. Because you did movies... Then you did the F1 three times. And then this, this is the fifth. Oh, this is okay. Yeah, I think I did F1 twice. Only twice? And then yeah. once with Boob. Oh, twice by yourself. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, And the first one was top five sequels that are better than the originals and top five sports athletes, fictional sports athletes, because he picked Bagger Vance, I think, right? Yeah. I did pick Bagger Vance, yes, <laughs> despite... Uh, recent events coming to light about Will Smith and a bunch of other th- topics. <laughs> Your thoughts on that, Joey? 
I'm just ready for this draft. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, real quick. Did you guys see Chris Rock's thing about getting slapped by Will Smith? Oh, yeah, his response. It was pretty yeah. funny. I won't do it justice, but it's pretty funny. Do, do a spot-on Chris Rock impression. I can't do that. <laughs> it might get canceled. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm, yeah, I don't maybe think not I canceled, off. but like, I, it wouldn't be good enough that it would be. You gotta have a real thing. raspy voice. Yeah. What do you say? <laughs> I thought you were gonna try it. What's the gist? Like... What's the gist? Uh, it was just him talking. I can't even remember it now. Honestly, <laughs> God, you got slapped, my the shit out of me. Yeah, that's basically it. It's pretty funny. He, he <laughs> just kind of called it a bitch move. It is a bitch move. He just said it was a bitch move. It is what it is in the past. Yeah, he was like, I rooted for Will Smith my whole life. Yeah. This motherfucker my whole life. <laughs> it was just funny because like. He like he did that whole comedy special after the whole slapping, and then Will Smith and Jada Pickett Smith were like re- responding to it, like he shouldn't have said anything. But it's like if he's doing a comedy tour after that slap, you have to talk about it. Like you can't just let that go by the wayside. You're not, you're not doing your fans justice if you don't. Yeah, and that, from a comedy pr- perspective, that's like a golden opportunity as well. Yeah, even Louis C.K. talked about like the shit that happened to him. His is jerking off in front of chicks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which we've all done, but we've at least had consent. <laughs> I've never jerked off in front of a girl. <laughs> oh, all right. I might have to get this started. I mean, before before we do get on, Raunchy Seppi over there. What do you have to, what's your take on that? Uh, always have consent. Come on. <laughs> always have consent. That's a good take. It's a great message. For all the for all the young fans out there who listen, they need to know that. Yeah, yeah. All right, because we definitely have young fans this week. Oh, we do. Because we we're talking SpongeBob. Val, valid, valid. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> Everyone who watches the Nick games, the Nick football games, it's a nice crossover. I mean, they were raised on like those YouTube videos that are like Elsa, Spider Man, pregnant Joker, Runaway. Have you ever seen those? No. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a you thing. No, they're like an algorithm that just makes like YouTube videos for kids that have like popular search words. Uh, okay. I thought it's like, come on, everyone knows that. And if you look up, there's like three views, and all three are you. <laughs> no, I, I swear, this is not just a me thing. You can find them. It was a whole thing. They don't really happen as much anymore. Okay. All right. Fair. Fair. So, uh, like I mentioned. SpongeBob drafts. Wait, Sponge- well, real quick. Also, okay. Seppi has <laughs> a tangent city right now. What are your thoughts on uh, Messi on Inter Miami? It's amazing to watch. Yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? The the finals of the Saturday. I'm pumped for it. Yes, yes. They're about to win the fucking League's Cup final. They're the worst team in MLS. So earlier in the episode, I talked to guy. I just mentioned like Messi in passing. Um, about how like he had like he's like what nine goals in six games. Yeah, it's insane. It's insane. It's, insane. It, it's crazy. Inter Miami is like the last in the league, and now they're yeah. Everyone's saying win. the MLS is shitty, but like it's messy. Come on, it's the goat. Yeah, he just won the World Cup. Yeah, he's a goat. All right now we can go. All right, you might have to shorten that so you don't doesn't tip over on you guys. Yeah, we'll figure it out. So um, I'm gonna say you can just swing it around. Make it town. shorter, more. Sh- oh, good, good, good segue. Yeah. All right, Take but we did a uh, spinning of the wheel with all four parties involved with this draft, and I won 
the first overall pick. Ryan won the overall draft that liked to take the fourth pick for the swing route. So I have the number one pick, and I'm going to take the Bubble Bowl. It's not the name of the episode, bud. I don't know the name of the episodes. I established this earlier. Because <laughs> that, that was going to be my one one, but I'm, only, I'm vetoing it unless you know the name. You can't veto it. No, you can't pull that shit. Yeah, come on. Yeah, <laughs> it's band geeks. Okay, well, I'm taking I'm taking the bubble bowl band geeks. Um, if you're not taking the bubble bowl. You're taking band geeks. Or if you take the bubble bowl, that's not a, a valid pick, and that's a, it goes back to the board. It's the bubble bowl, bud. Okay. <laughs> band geeks. All right. This episode is the most iconic one. It's the one that's most referenced in media, I feel, with pop culture. People were rallying for it to be in the Super Bowl appearance at the halftime show many years. And uh, you also get two of the biggest quotes from SpongeBob from this episode with, is mayonnaise an instrument? And whoever owned the white sedan, you left your lights on. So I'm going to take that, number one. It's a big character episode. There's like... Every, all the bikini bottom characters all team up to be in Squidward's band. <laughs> Big meaty claws. Yeah. This mayonnaise an instrument. Um, so I had this on this. I love this episode. It's my favorite one. It's probably my first one too. I actually had this on. Um, remember Game Boy Vance had those like random episodes of TV shows you can plug into your game cartridge. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, ha- yeah. I had this episode and whatever one it's paired with like that. The two mm-hmm. I had it on the uh, Game Boy Advance cartridge. Yeah, that's a good episode to have. Yeah. Big meaty claws. I love that. And um, I love the part whenever right before he goes in, um, Squim looks at SpongeBob and he's like, like dancing and it's like he's eager. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's like the first Squilliam Fancy Son episode, I think, too. I think so. That's like his first appearance as Squidward's rival. Yeah, I think so, too. But, all right. All right, who's second pick? Dude. Dude. Um, I didn't really have a set number one choice, but I think I'm going to go with, uh, I think it's called the Tattletail Strangler. Or the Bikini Bottom Strangler. I, th- I think it's Tattletail Strangler. I think it's called, I think it's called SpongeBob Meets the Strangler. It might be called that as well. <laughs> Good pick. Yeah, that has some of the best, like, just cartoon get, like, where SpongeBob has cartoon powers in any episode. Like, when he reveals that he's the Strangler, he rips his mustache off and he's like, hey, how'd you do that without shaving cream? <laughs> and then he keeps running away from him, and SpongeBob's like, Good thinking, bodyguard. The Strangler could have been on that plane. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just love the uh finally we have you I have you all to myself. Haha, <laughs> yes, excellent. <laughs> I just love the the, the hash slinging. Yeah, that's you suck at this. You don't have any episode yeah, names. You don't you prepared for the last two weeks. Right. You don't even have the episode right. names. Right. There's a uh, right. some classic uh bikini bottom cop moments early on. Where the Tattletale Strangler gets away too, <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, give us a call if he turns up." Tattletale. They put like a hundred sets of cuffs on him. Yeah, they like put manacles on his eyeballs and shit. That's so funny. All right, that's a good pick, though. I, I like that pick. It's, it's a newer episode, and newer I mean like not season like one or two. Yeah, it's like the end of season three, I think. Yeah, um, that's a great pick, Joey. Sebi, you have the next pick. Okay. Um, this is a fucking toughie, but 
Uh, I think I'm going with Nasty Patty. <laughs> Great one. That, I was considering it for one of my, my wraparound picks. My one two picks. That's an excellent pick. That's the, uh, for a guy who doesn't know, the health, yeah. health inspector, yeah. What do we do, Mr. Krabs? What do you do with the body? <laughs> bottles of soda? Bottles of soda. Um, that's a great cop episode, too. I just love the, it's just an ordinary, oh my gosh. <laughs> the dark deed you requested is done, sir. <laughs> the nasty patty, that's a, yeah, that's a great episode. I, I was talking it up to some coworkers today, trying to gauge it, and, and they're like, I kind of forgot about that episode. That's awesome. <laughs> I love that episode a lot. Whenever they like, the, they think the cops are about to find out. They like, like they like turn on each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mr. Krabs like SpongeBob killed him. He was insane. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. All right, my turn. I I have there's so many good ones. It's so tough. Good thing I have two though. I think my first one. I'm gonna go with another iconic one that I might have probably took one one if I had to take the one one pick. And it's chocolate with nuts. Yeah, it's when they go door to door salesman. So of course you have the what? What is he selling? What are they selling? But you also get the I have glass bones and paper skin. Mm-hmm. You also have the <laughs> chocolate. And I love you. Oh yeah, I love you. <laughs> I'll take twenty. Like it, 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 that one's very very iconic. Um, all time twist with the guy, maniac chasing him like all around. It's like I'd like to buy all your chocolate. Um, <laughs> And the best is Mr. Uh, Squidward goes to the uh, fancy restaurant at the end, and it's like two hot shots like uh, rented out the place, and it's Squidward, it's SpongeBob <laughs> Patrick on a date with the old lady and his her mom. It's, it's one of the funniest. It's so funny. I think my favorite scene on that one is whenever the one house they go to, whenever Patrick's, he's like back, he's like putting his like eyes like in the guy's face, he's like back up, Tubby. He like <laughs> back up. Tubby. He like puts his eyes like into his place. At one point, he like slammed the door in his eyes. He's like, "Nice place you got here." <laughs> I forgot about that word. Too. The, the guy at the restaurant is just like, oh, "It's a couple of rich entrepreneurs yeah. and their dates." That's it. And it's the old ladies. <laughs> SpongeBob says a little one-liner ended that's very funny to them, but I can't remember it now. I always loved chocolate ever since I was a little girl. <laughs> Come on, you lazy Mary, start rubbing me with the chocolate. <laughs> We should get naked. Now nah, let's save that for when we're selling real estate. <laughs> That's just an obscure lie. I love that. That's so funny. See, my one one's chocolate nuts. I I think it had to be. Um, it's tough because uh, I'm afraid I'm not going to get all these back. Honestly, I feel like it's kind of what we're doing, but we should just do like our favorite quotes from each episode. Well, it kind of sums up the episode. That's what I'm doing. I, I, that's what I'm planning on doing with it. Um, yeah, I, I'd say... Move that a little closer to you guys, your guys' feet, and then just lower the um, one back here, up here. I mean, up the one up top. The one up top makes it a little top heavy. So if you just lower that one. All right. I, I'm I'm really 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 debating between the three here. I, I'm gonna go sailor mouth. Yeah. The episode they learn the swear words. Hey good. Patrick, how the ah, are you? Yeah. That's one. That's so fucking funny. Did you ever see the dub where they put swear words into it? Yeah, yeah, it, it's oh, so great. funny. It was great. I didn't even fucking think of that fucking one. I forgot about that Fuck. one too until yeah, I was like one. looking at <laughs> episodes last night. Squidward smells good. good. <laughs> I, I, I had that uh when we used to work in the snack shack wild. I think I wrote Steven smells and I put another pen and went good. Um, that's eels and escalators. Like that's where that comes from too. Yeah. So like, it, it, that's just an all time episode. He was like when he was like reading on the dumpster. I also said like crabs is a. Uh, 
And then, and then uh, I think it's really funny. He like it says like it does like order ups like yeah. <laughs> a crab egg with like ah, sauce and that's so funny. Hey Patrick, how the fuck are you? Yeah. <laughs> there's lovely less... fucking day we're having. Huh? It, the entire episode's the same joke over and over again, but it's so fucking funny every time. And that's something I will laugh at every time I hear like, "Hey Patrick, how the are you?" Um, yeah, it's, that episode's so funny. I thought it was funny when I was a kid. I think it's funny now. It's I think it's an all-time episode. All right. That one's just hilarious. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think I got two good ones off the bat. Oh, dang. I forgot it was a snake draft. I wasn't ready. But I think of what I'm going with is an all-time classic. Squirrel jokes. Just cause, like, I was debating between squirrel jokes and sailor mouth. Squirrel jokes is an amazing one. It's literally just racism. Yeah, that's what if I'm there's saying. racist yeah. against it's Sandy. Episode about racism. Because yeah. that episode would not fly today. No way. Whenever they're in the grocery no, store, like, like that. to the kid, they're like, "Don't get too close. It's a squirrel. Like, catch it stupid or something like that." And she's like, she's like shopping for deodorant. It's like, uh, like she's not gonna buy any. I think she should buy both. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Roll on her spray. <laughs> How many squirrels does it take to screw in a light bulb? <laughs> oh, that, that one's very, very funny. <laughs> like Why? Yeah. Or what does he say? That, he says, well, first, that's the same guy who goes, that's, that's the episode where he goes, oh, brother, this guy stinks. That's what that's from. But that's a different guy. But, yeah. but, the, but the, the Australian guy does the big meaty claws. Yeah, that's that goes, guy. Why? Yeah, he does. <laughs> Why? Yeah. No, I, I use the oh brother this guy stinks all the time and that's from that episode um, so that's a great pick Joe that's a great pick I, I think that's a great one alright I think uh, if you have nothing else to say about them dudes I'll... uh yeah um I think I'm gonna take there's still a lot of just there's, so there's many good just ones. too many but I'm gonna take uh dying for pie just cause it's one of my <laughs> very favorites where uh if you don't remember that's the episode where it's employee brotherhood day (laughs) and and squidward tries to buy a pie for spongebob but it's like pirates who have bomb pies and they give one to squidward and they think he eats it so they think spongebob's gonna die by the end of the day and hilarity ensues like this sweater better squidward i made with my tears (laughs) after you didn't like the eyelashes one yeah uh, it's just you, me, and this brick wall you built between us. Yeah. <laughs> that's a great. That's a sound on TikTok now. Yeah, that's very very funny. There's like the meme. The one meme from it is like the how do we tell him? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I for Bob's on my list. I really like that one. All right, here it is. The sunset. I always love to count it down. <laughs> Come on, buddy. <laughs> episode so much that's not the, i was gonna make a reference to that and i was like wait that's the wrong episode so i kind of just went blank there i was gonna make a different reference to a different episode yeah that one just the premise is hilarious that they think spongebob's gonna die and then at the end spongebob's like wait you want me to explode and he's like yes <laughs> all, well all right <laughs> gary <laughs> <laughs> He's like, all right, now you do it, Squidward. He's like, that's not what I meant, you barnacle head. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, good one. <laughs> all right. So 
So back to me. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go with the Krusty Krab pizza. Oh, classic, classic, classic one. Uh, I, I always use this line anytime it happens to me in life, but they forgot my drink. My diet, Dr. <laughs> Kelp. Diet, Dr. Kelp. <laughs> for, for your notes reasons, it's called pizza delivery. Okay. So you're, okay. You know, delivery. I think of that line every time I don't like get a drink or something like that. <laughs> I uh, had an Instagram. Whenever I, I worked at summer camp, there was a bunch of boulders nearby. And I always, every, once a year, I take a picture of me trying to drive it. Like, <laughs> the pioneer used to drive these babies for miles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the song, Krusty Cray. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. <laughs> that episode's great. Um, I love that one. Pizza. Pizza. Backing up. Backing up. Backing up. Um, On the swing back route, I think. Uh, there's some good options here, but kind of I, I love this one. I'm going to go with the Fry Cook Games. That's a very good one. I love the Fry Cook Games. Is that the episode title, too? I it is. It is. I okay. That up, I um, ah! <laughs> my name's not Rick. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I think another funny one, when, like, he knocks the uh, fryer over and it just lands on the crowd and they all turn to fish sticks. <laughs> fish sticks. <laughs> Get your fish sticks. Get your fish sticks. <laughs> Dude, I just, and, and what stops is like uh, Patrick's wearing yellow underwear and Spongebob's wearing pink. <laughs> you do care. Let's get out of here, buddy. Okay. <laughs> just walk off all buffed up. Like. <laughs> Allow me to introduce this huge guy who's carrying the real t- contestant. <laughs> Patrick, stop. <laughs> oh, that man. guy's just like, ah. But yeah, I'm going to take that for my third pick, the Fry Cook Games. That's a great episode. All right, Dan. Back to me. Oh, fuck. I should have been thinking. I'm going to have to take... I didn't look up which Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy number it was, but they're all numbered (laughs) that. Yeah, but the Man Ray and the Mermelair episode. (laughs) The wallet? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The wallet. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, it's three. Okay, yeah. The third Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy one, then, is my third pick, ironically. That's a great one. Are you Patrick Starr? Yes. <laughs> and is this your wallet? No, nope. is, this, is this your license? Yep. I found this license in this wallet. Yep. So that means this must be your wallet. Makes sense to me. Take it. It's not my wallet. <laughs> it's not my wallet. That was, that, that was so funny. And then even when he gets like unfrozen, he's like <laughs> laughing, and he's like still like half frozen. <laughs> he drops the he drops like his box on him on his foot. He's like, ah, what's in there? My wallets. <laughs> Wait, is that the one like? Mouthful smoke. Man, Ray. Wait, Patrick, he's frozen. Mermaid and Barkle Boy are on vacation and they ask him to watch a lair or something like that. Yeah, that's they go on vacation and leave them to watch. They weren't supposed to We have the orb of confusion. Oh, the orb of confusion, like I have I use that gif all the time when we're talking to Johnny. Yeah. It's it's so funny. 
that's a great pick that I I even have on my list, but I'm I forgot about it. It's a good oh, one. Definitely on my list. Yeah. He tries to rob the bank. <laughs> yeah. He's like, "Give me all your." Sappy. <laughs> 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 right. oh, is this your up. third pick? Yeah, third, all right. <clears throat> Damn, there's I have so many. Yeah, I had I had a couple that I'd pick over this one, but. This one had sentimental value just because I, I remember this being one of my favorite episodes when I was younger, and that is Shanghai. I think that's how you pronounce it. Yeah, that's a great one. It's a great one. Not going to lie, I didn't put it because I didn't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> yeah, that's the yeah, first. Shanghai. I think it's the first episode. With the, Shanghai or, is know, correct. The first episode. The first Dutchman. episode of Flying Dutchman was like early. It's like this yeah. uh, Halloween when they, yeah, when they do that. But this one was amazing. You got the perfume department. You got... <laughs> This one started off with Patchy the Pirate. That's how you know it was a top tier episode. It's always a slapper when Patchy's on. Um, I also love how the entire episode Squidward's just falling through, like, (laughs) they just tear the There's like spaghetti and meatballs behind him (laughs) and shit. (laughs) (laughs) Whenever they like first get on the boat, SpongeBob's like, this place looks familiar, doesn't it? And then it says like property of the Flying Dutchman, like on it. And he's like, yeah, I think this belongs to the Red Baron. <laughs> uh, I love also, like, it's like, there's a kid, someone we could scare, and it's like that big dude from the Fry Cook Games episode. Yeah. And then it's like, then he blows in. It's like, I had three biscuits. I had four biscuits, and I ate one. Now I only have three. It's like a little toddler skipping around. <laughs> there's a cutscene when they're like driving the pirate ship. It's like, you're good. You're good. <laughs> And staff. We can scratch out those buffs later. We can buff out those scratches later, Captain. That's uh, that episode's a great one. I, that might be the pirate treasure one. No. Mr. That one's different. That's the one where they play like the board game. That one's where they play yeah. the board game. Well, yeah. But then they go on the pirate journey, too. That one, I think they just have a campsite set up. Did that one, the, the one of the boat is the, fine, the one Joey yeah, picked. I think you're right. Yeah. Because he's like, because they had to like scare people and stuff. They're on the way of doing that. That that's a good episode though. Do you have anything else you want to add? Because they're walking. Yeah. Because they go weast. Yeah. I don't think I have to pick that up. So that's all cool talking. When about they first that. got on to, there's like the series, whatever. Like SpongeBob and Patrick just kept trying to jump off the ship and just kept like returning back. <laughs> well, welcome back. Welcome <laughs> back. The only way out's through the perfume department. <laughs> Brian Doyle Murray as the Flying Dutchman. Who's that? Bill Murray's brother. He's oh, seen, like, uh, like Caddyshack, the Vacation really? movies. Oh. oh, he's yeah, like he's Clark Griswold's boss in Christmas Vacation. What's his name? Uh, Brian Doyle Murray. He's like the caddy coordinator in Caddyshack. The, the other Murray. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's Bill Murray's brother. That's why he's. Oh, that this. guy. Yeah, I know yeah. him. I know him. I know him. He's in a bunch of stuff. I never knew that was Bill Murray's brother. I never yeah. knew Bill Murray had a brother. Yeah, he's in Flapjack, Groundhog's Day. He's he's kind of great. Middle Wayne's World. Yeah, Wayne's he's the World. In Wayne's World. <laughs> yeah. Wow, I know that. You learn something every day. All right. I have back to back, and this is tough. Yeah. My number three pick. I'm gonna go Rip Pants. Yeah, it's a good one. Songs a bop. Hmm. Big SpongeBob turned into. Wait, is that is that where they're at? Like Blue Lagoon, Uh, Goo Lagoon. (laughs) Lagoon. (laughs) Yeah. 
Or sand in your buns. Yeah. Yeah, that I I just yeah I love that. That's an all timer. That's a good that's one. A, that's a first season like early episode mm-hmm. that it's like well, that's one of my favorites. Um, I, I picked the other two before, but I think outside of Band Geeks, that's my favorite episode, second favorite episode. Okay, Rip Pants. okay. Mainly when I was a kid for the song. I really can't remember what else happened in that episode. Now I'm thinking about it. It's just like him trying to be funny with the Rip Pants joke, but he gets less and less play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Steals his bitch. Oh yeah, goes and plays volleyball in the sand with her. Well, SpongeBob sitting there do, with do, do 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 <laughs> <laughs> do 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 do. Oh yeah, that's great. They only have '50s music in Bikini Bottom. That's true. Yeah, they only do. All right, ah, Maroon. Mm. All right, I'm gonna go with. I'm debating between two right now because I don't think I'm gonna get the other one back. So I have to pick between them, and I'm gonna go Midlife Crustacean. That's the episode that's banned for the panty raid. Damn, I was going to take that. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, are you feeling <laughs> it now, Mr. Krabs? Are you feeling it now, Mr. Krabs? You're going to miss no. the panty raid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's basically just Mr. Krabs feeling old. So he goes to SpongeBob. I, mean, I think he's just trying to find someone young to hang out with. So he hangs out with SpongeBob and Patrick. And it's like, hey, we have a night on the town. And they like, play D&D. They just go to like a kid's like a <laughs> thing. And then finally, like Patrick hits him with the... I guess you're going to miss the panty raid. <laughs> it the turns out to be his mom. <laughs> is that the, yeah, is that the one where Mr. Krabs has to like, take his pills and like it's like a giant, a giant pill? pill? I think it is. Because that's why he's feeling old and stuff. <laughs> I think he looks in the mirror. It's like disgusting. Yeah, like eye cr- disgusting. Across. It's like a big meme. Yeah. Like old Mr. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Eugene Krabs, what are you doing with my underpants? <laughs> Mother. <laughs> uh. Yeah, it's a shame it's banned. It's only banned because the uh, panty raid. But, oh well. I feel like there's worse stuff in SpongeBob. There, yeah, there's another one that's banned. Cause I was looking it up because I was trying to get the name of it. I was like, the banned episodes of SpongeBob. And the other one, I forget, but they, the reasoning why was really stupid. The grandma's kissing. No, it's not. I forget the other I forget the other one. I'll look it up all. So now I have a lot of time for my next pick. You're up, Joey, and I'll find the answer. To what the other bands are now. But you're up. All right, I was actually I was about to pick Midlife Crustacean, but yeah, I got I got a good a good follow up pick here, and it's uh, Club SpongeBob, I believe it's the episode. Yeah, Damn, I was Club, thinking about taking that one too. Club SpongeBob, whenever what, what is it? Club Club SpongeBob. What's in it? Whenever the they have the magic con. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, that is a good one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I today when I was leaving, Morgana gave me a suggestion to draft this one. But I was like, remember in my head, like the name's not Magic Conch, and so I met a note to like define the name of it and write it down. I just didn't. That's good. I I I, I like that. that. That's a great pick. And whenever like all you the- mean like this? <laughs> you mean like this? Squidward was like, yes, think like food just gonna helps gonna fall from the sky, and then like then it cuts to the plane. It's like we're falling out of the sky. <laughs> we gotta drop the load. <laughs> And it's just like a full like camp setup. Like, they get... <laughs> Man, they're just they sitting go. there with like, <laughs> like all the camp stuff. On yeah, the they're just crushing all the food and Squidward. They won't let Squidward eat it unless he has the magic cones. <laughs> Can I have something to eat? No. no. I was thinking about taking that one next too. That one's pretty good. Whenever Patrick's sucking the sausages, he like at the end of the, the <laughs> length of the sausage, he's like sucking Squidward's nose. Oh, <laughs> I see that gif a lot too. I feel like 
of like the uh, Patrick like sucking all the sausages. The sausages, yeah, it's a classic. All right, so the other one that's banned is like a 2022 one. It's like a new, brand new episode, so no one's drafting that. Apparently, they talk about the clam flu. It's like COVID. Oh, that's soft. That's soft. I was like, they're quick to ban that. Damn, (laughs) that didn't even have a runtime, really. Yeah, it's just just that one and the one I just drafted. It was the only two that's banned. That's ridiculous. They banned the clam flu one. (laughs) That's a good pick, Greg. I I didn't have it, but I should have. I can't. Uh. I kind of overlooked this one earlier, but I think it's a good one. I uh, I'm gonna I forget what it's called. I'm sorry, but it's like Mrs. Puff in jail. Oh, that's a good one. Fuck yeah, she's in like the female. She's like in orange is the new black, basically. <laughs> <laughs> in like the cell, one cell's like spun made out of SpongeBob. It's like all dream, yeah, right? Well, yeah, because they like spongebob and patrick show up to free her <laughs> and she doesn't want to be freed she's so happy in there it's called doing time, doing time. Yeah. yeah and then it does turn out to be like some weird time loop that never gets it's a very like surreal episode of spongebob it ends with like because it starts with spongebob like going crazy yeah. well like on his driving test like going all over the place and that's yeah. why she gets to jail and yeah, and then oh, that's the boy. The best is uh, the, 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 um, they crash into like the juice yeah. truck, and the, they goes it cuts to the old folks home. It's like go so these windows so everyone can see your nice white clothes, yeah. and then he gets flooded with juice. And the the one guy's like, finally a memoir of my life written in red ink. <laughs> Remember that clip clip that we sent each other on Instagram, Brian, where it's like talking about Mrs. Puff, how she's like, yeah. She's like actually not Mrs. Puff. She's like someone else. It's a it's a conspiracy theory that Mrs. Puff was like a traveling like criminal, and, <laughs> and, and her name's not Mrs. Puff. I th- there's like there's a lot of evidence in the thing where it's like what happened to Mr. Puff? Like she like killed her yeah, husband or something like that. Yeah. yeah, and then like I don't know if it's that episode or another episode where she's like I can't go back to that life. I think yeah. it was that episode. I think it was that episode too. <laughs> when, when she's getting taken away. Yeah. No, I can't go back. Or, then yeah, that's funny. I'm trying to find that video for for after to show you guys. You're SpongeBob and the guy that likes the chili. <laughs> yeah, Mrs. Puff, like Mortal Kombat, rips two prison guards' faces off in that episode. <laughs> oh yeah. All right, it's a great one. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Um, all right, my number four pick. I'm gonna go with Fun. That's a good one that I didn't have on my list. I forgot about it. Just the whole dynamic with SpongeBob and Plankton. Um, Plankton's version of the song. That was hilarious to me as a kid. It's for fire that burns down the whole town. You is for uranium bombs. And it's for no survivors. Well, as I said, the other part I love from that is when there is that like when he teaches him to be assertive too? Or is that a different that's episode? A, that's ah. a, I think that's a different one. Yeah, you, you can have it. That's just when Plankton wants to like put real estate at Goo Lagoon. Okay. I thought because like they were both at the beach at one point, and like I yeah. thought it was like the same episode. But, but... fun is they're just like having fun. To... Yeah. It? He he just wants this the formula. Yeah, it was <laughs> the formula. He runs off with it at the end. Yeah, yeah. He tries yeah. to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in like the be assertive one, that's like he wants beachfront or lagoon front property or whatever. Okay. 
And then my fifth pick, I'm going to go with Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy 4. Wombo? And Krakatoa. And oh. Quickster. That, oh, that's the Quickster. The, uh, yeah. <laughs> Let me go see me to touch that rock. <laughs> Want to see me do it again? Make out reef. <laughs> <laughs> And is that is that the one that sh- is that the one that shows you the League of Villains too? The bubble, dirty bubble, and stuff? dirty bubble. Like every villain is lemons. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. Where Barnacle yeah. Boy yeah, goes. Yeah. Yeah. That's an elite Mermaid Band and Barnacle Boy one. I uh, I reference and that, that has the Wombo in it too. No, it doesn't. That's a different one. Oh, it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I reference that episode almost every day. <laughs> with just the uh, good times, good times, and, then, and like I, that's everyone. That's a common phrase. But when I say it, I mean Squidward talking about makeout reef and good times. Yeah, what, are, what times. Are, it's the Quickster Krakatoa? Is it Misappear? Yeah, and then who's he Patrick Krakatoa? But his name is Captain Magma. Okay, okay. <laughs> Misappear. The elastic waistband. The elastic waistband. Okay, and the Quickster. <laughs> he like touches. <laughs> he like touches his toes. Coming around and behind him. <laughs> but yeah, I love that episode. So I'll take that. Get him angry spot. and he's bound to erupt. <laughs> <laughs> it's Barnacle Man. <laughs> I want an adult sized Krabby Patty. I forgot that's what's about. He just <laughs> didn't want to get kid size anymore as a 90 year old. Patty for the boy. R.I.P. to both uh, Tim Conway and. Uh, I'm sorry. Fuck. Ernest Borgnine. Yeah. They like the voices. Yeah, Ernest Borgnine is Mermaid Man, and he's also in uh, Escape from New York, which is a good movie. Didn't we watch an episode recently that was like a newer one with Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy? Maybe, It kind of sucked. They were like trying to make a movie. Yeah. Yeah, I was there for that. Yeah. That one was awful. Was it the fan club? Was there? Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely a newer one. And then, I don't know what anyone would know Tim Conway from, because I just know him as Barnacle Boy, really. And he's in like one episode of The Simpsons. That's the only things I know him from. <laughs> I think up? he's from. Um, Am I up? Before I, before I even see, I think he's in, in the Phantom of the Megaplex. Oh wow, that's a great movie. If, it, if it's if it's right, <laughs> if I'm right, I don't think so. But it just looked like him for a second. I'm reading this right. Maybe maybe everyone knows him from the one episode he starred in, Mike and Molly. So, he's in Bucky. He's in Thirty, 30 Rock is a very funny cameo. Bert, ignore me. It's not the case. <laughs> am, I, am I up? Yeah. Your last pick. This is the last pick. Yep. No notes. Just going off the top. <laughs> of the no, I, I had one ready. I had one ready. I'm just gonna check my like list real quick before. Uh, no, my background is New York Ninja, a much worse movie than Escape from New York. I couldn't see anything. I just saw like an 80s looking poster and I saw New York. It kind of looks like the Escape from New York poster. That's with Russell Crowe and he's got an eye patch. That's what no, Metal Gear, already, Metal already Gear Solid is loosely based on. All right. For my, for my final pick, I'm going with Just One Bite. All right. That's a great one. You like Krabby Patties, don't you, Squidward? Worse, they'll go right to your thighs, <laughs> and then you'll blow up. 
that was a late addition by me. Like on the way here, when I was editing everything while driving, I also added that. In the beginning, Squidward was like, "If me and you were trapped in a well, SpongeBob for three years, I'd eat my legs before I ate a Krabby Patty, and not just the extra <laughs> ones, and not just the extra." You like Krabby Patties, don't you, Squidward? That's a great gift too of him. Like, yeah, yeah, that like gets passed around. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great one. I had, I had that on my list. I was considering for my last pick here. Whenever he like takes his first bite, he takes like the smallest bite of like the lettuce, and then he like throw it. He like buries it. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then he's like, it's like, awful. Then like as soon as SpongeBob walks away, he like goes, really devours the garbage <laughs> and eats all the garbage but the Krabby Patty on accident. Oh, that's a good one. I have six picks here for my last pick. Yeah. So many good fucking episodes. My honorable mention list is almost full still. <laughs> Damn. It's my turn. It's the last pick. Dude, one. No, I didn't. I didn't, yeah, I didn't do my nah, last he pick. Didn't go yet. He had just one bite. We're talking about just one bite. I know, but didn't it go you, you? You your yeah, you, fifth pick? I know. Yeah, I, that's me. He has, he has a third pick. He's the pick before me. Dan's I, didn't, I didn't do my last pick yet, though. I think we fucked yeah. it up. How did we fuck it up? Because weren't you the first pick and I was the third pick? Or was I second pick? Like did start... Dan just go? Dan no, was I went... second pick. Oh, oh, I think maybe Joey jumped Dan. Yeah, I wasn't sure if I was up. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Oh, maybe that's what happened. Yeah. I, I think you just got skipped. Were you going to take that as your last pick? What were you? What did... Just one bite. Oh, yeah, no. That wasn't going to be my last then pick. No harm, no foul. Yeah. <laughs> um... I think just because I want to get a Plankton episode in, I'm going to take Plankton with where Mr. Cr- he's like in a Mr. Cr- I, I'm sorry. I don't know the episode name at all. Is it the Ravioli Ravioli? Yeah, where he's in um, a Mr. Crab. Called, Imi- Imitation Crab. Okay, yeah. That's where it's like, yeah, I was thinking about Ravioli, Ravioli, Great Barrier Reef. <laughs> that's, that's, that episode's great. I thought I was going to have it, but. I, I it's a great pick. It's a great pick. Yeah, I can't even remember some great jokes from that episode. All I can think of was Ravioli, Ravioli. Give me the formula. Yeah. The, I, there's the the real Mr. Krabs would know that the to get the secret formula, you have to stand on one leg on Tuesday while it's raining. And uh, yeah, it, it, that's a that's a hard episode to explain why it's funny, but it's a it's pretty funny. Yeah, like he's like the robots like shooting out smoke, and he's just like. Belch. <laughs> That's a great one. Um, I do. Can I do honorable? Honorable. I, let me let me pick my last one first, yeah. and then I have we have we have uh, there's a bunch. Um, I have one, two, three, four, five. I'm considering here, and I think I have to go with no weenies allowed. The Salty Splatoon episode, um, the Winnie Hut Juniors, the now have you know? I had a nail for break. I had a bull of nails for breakfast this morning. So, without any milk. <laughs> um, I when I was talking about this with one bartender at work, he brought up how funny it is. Just whenever like Patrick's kicking his own ass and he gives himself the wedgie, and you can <laughs> see fucking like the like the wrinkles or whatever on his ass. Um, Winnie Hut Juniors. Any generals? No, and- please have mercy. <laughs> yeah. Um, whenever this one guy looks like SpongeBob with the uh, rainbow afro comes up, yeah. <laughs> and he rips off his hair. Oh, you can go. Yeah. 
the uh, the robot that works at the Weenie Hut Juniors. You are it's in like, fact. my sensors indicate that you are indeed a weenie. <laughs> um, That's only on Mega Weenie Monday. <laughs> yeah, those guys are great. And I'm trying to think of all this shit that's from that episode. Whenever uh, Sandy rips off his tattoo and flips upside down and says, wow, is that a mom? <laughs> um, that, that, that episode is great. You took Salty Spoon in the bar draft that I wanted bad. We have a segment on this on this uh, podcast that's named after this episode with Weenie, Weenies of the Week. And I felt like I, it'd be very non... Like, I had to take it. When I was being right there, I was like, I, I, have, I yeah. have a segment named after this episode. I need to do it. So I feel that. I feel that. Weenies, no Weenies allowed. Um, so we will go through honorable mentions, but I want everyone to go through their list, what they had already picked. Guy, what'd you pick? All right, so I had number one, Band Geeks, the Bubble Bowl. Number two, Pizza Delivery, Krusty Krab Pizza. Number three, the Fry Cook Games. Number four, Fun. Number five, Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy 4. All right, Dan? Uh, I had SpongeBob Meets the Strangler, number one. Dying for Pie, number two. Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy 3 at number three. Uh, Doing Time at number four. And Imitation Crab as number five. That's good. Joey, do you have your list? I already cleared my list out to assemble my top five for Guy. But <laughs> I didn't really have, like, a top five. I just had, like, 20 episodes that I was going to No, but I'm saying, do you – what, 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 what did you pick? Oh, you need my actual list. Yeah. Uh, number one was The Nasty Patty. Two, Squirrel Jokes. Three, Shanghai. Four, Club SpongeBob. And five, Just One Bite. That's a good one. Uh, and my top five, my five were uh, one chocolate with nuts, two sailor mouth, three ripped pants, four midlife crustacean, and five no weenies allowed. All right, honorable mentions. Who wants to go first? Dude, you already talked about it. Yeah, uh, but now I'm not ready. I, I feel can, like I can get ready real quick. One sec. Okay. Yeah. Um, I did want to mention like two after season three episodes that I really like. That's uh, Krabby on Mondays, <laughs> where Mr. Krabs sells the Krusty Krab to like a TGI Fridays uh, franchisee. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and then Karate Island. Oh, yeah, yeah. Drop lips. Yeah. Drop lips. Yeah. The power within. The power within. The power within. Um, and then some other ones, like the training video one. Krusty Krab training video, yeah. yeah. That, was that, was, that was one of the five I was debating between. I was considering uh, it for the five spot. I kind of wish I took Squilliam Return, seeing that in my list now. So that was is the, that the no, town that, of Spun, uh, no, that, that was a five-star restaurant. All you know uh, okay. is fine dining and breathing. Yeah, yeah, okay. Me, I take, take your, your hat, too. <laughs> so that was another one I was considering about taking. Yeah, right. that's a good one. Um, Muscle Bob Buff Pants. I forget what that one is called. The anchor on it. Yeah, it's called Muscle Buff. It's actually, that's the name of the episode. Yeah, it's Muscle Bob Buff Pants. And then when he hurts his ass and he has to sit inside all day, that's... The last one I would probably mention. Okay. And then when he shatters his ass, yeah. I I barely vaguely remember that episode. And then, sorry, one last one, just the pilot. Yeah, yeah. the nematodes. Let's offer to the guests. Yeah, I got a few. Good. Uh, another season one classic, Employee of the Month, that we just watched recently. That one's great. <laughs> uh. I didn't realize. What's the, what's the quote from that? The Mr. Krabs yeah. one. Yeah. 
Money, gonna make some money. <laughs> yeah, like as he's opening the crust. Like, oh, look at my employees. employees. <laughs> it warms me wallet to see my employees coming <laughs> yeah. in so early. <laughs> it warms me wallet. I don't know if this one was mentioned yet. I don't think it was any in anyone's top five, but whenever they think Mr. Krabs the robot, the top yeah, one. The I mentioned the one where Plankton is a Mr. Krabs. Yeah. But well, no, but like the No, it's beep boop bop, beep boop. <laughs> Yeah, that's so funny. That's a great one. <laughs> that's so funny. Um, guy, I had rock bottom. Uh, yep, that was one I was considering. Um, I don't know the episode name, but it's the names. Dirty Dan and Pinhead Larry one. The hibernation, or is yeah, it the pre-hi- it's like pre-hibernation. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I had that one on the list. Uh, then I had the one with the imagination box. Idiot box. Idiot box. I had that yeah. one. Like, yep. <laughs> like where it's like he goes to his own TV and he always sees like the boxing and <laughs> he's funny. Yeah, yeah. The equation uh, is sold here by mm-hmm. this box. One of my favorite one is uh, I, I reference this a lot too around Christmas. It's like I couldn't really afford you to get your presents this year, so, so I got you this box. box. Yeah. So that's what I got you. Uh, I had, I'm taking a championship boxing. <laughs> I had Doodle Bob's episode. I don't know what that <laughs> yeah. is. It's called uh, Frank, and Frank and Doodle. My pencil. <laughs> And then the one with uh, the one with Kevin, the sea cucumber. Kevin. Hey I, everybody, Kevin's here. I I I, 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 I post that on Dirty J anytime Kevin Durant's like out for a long time and he comes back. Yeah. Hey everyone, Kevin's back. Kevin. And then this is more of a personal. You, this is more of a personal favor, but that wet paint dollar one, like the millionth dollar. <laughs> And like that paint trail just goes around yeah, all the so pictures funny. and lands on the millionth dollar. Any of these could have all. <laughs> no, it doesn't. But then I think that then it, the uh, the bubble happens. No, the bubble doesn't do it either. Or it's like we have sense. <laughs> it's like we can we have technology, and he just slams the computer on the desk. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, so okay, so the ones that I was banned with my last pick was Krusty Krab training video. One crab's treasure. That's the Smitty during Warping and Jensen. He was number one. Um, this one I really wanted to take, but I don't think this one's like a big like fan favorite. But Squidville, oh boy, can bread. That's the it's okay. Take your time. That's the playing with a rape blower. That's a great episode for quotes. Um, the graveyard shift is the Hashling slasher. That's a great one. Um, Grandma's kisses. Joey mentioned it briefly, but that one I like. I like that episode. It's actually the episode is paired with Band Geeks. Fun fact, and I just love it for that YouTube video of like Grandma's ass cheeks. <laughs> yeah, that um, Life of Crime. They steal a balloon on Free Balloon Day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wormy. When they have the and then it fucking turns into a butterfly and it just keeps zooming in on a butterfly and everyone's afraid of it. We did it, Patrick. We saved the city. <laughs> yeah. Um, Patty hype is the pretty patties. Bubble Buddy, just because that's the best from Scooter Fish. Like, Todd, you made me experience high tide. Um, then I have the two I added during the the three I added during the podcast when I thought of them was the Hall Monitor. That's a good one. Early episode. The um, the bully. That's when Flats. Uh, he's gonna kick, kick my butt. Now he's gonna, he's gonna kick my butt. <laughs> yeah, that one's fantastic. And then um, Bossy Boots. That's whenever Pearl takes over the Krusty Krab, and it's like the crazy crab, the creepy crab. And then that's like the uh, salad on the menu. Mm-hmm. And it's the, my best, my favorite clip from it. I sent in our, I sent it into our group message recently. 
where it's like, hey, buddy, you just blow. I Wait, what was it? I, hey, buddy, need a ride? Yeah. I was just on my way to the big doofus convention. <laughs> yeah, he's outside in a little costume waving. Oh, that's the best. Um, that's my honorable mentions, though. The funny thing is, like, any of the honorable mentions we just honorably mentioned could have been on any of our lists, honestly. They're all hilarious. And two that also weren't in anyone's honorable mentions I just thought of right now is the one where uh, uh, they'd give Sandy the, the Texas party. And that's where, hey, Patch, what am I? Uh, stupid? No, I'm Texas. What's the difference? <laughs> and uh, the Alaskan bullworm. Just take the bikini bottom and push it somewhere else. <laughs> Wait, what? What's the one where like they're doing like the breathing underwater competition or something, and like Sandy oh, can't do yeah. it. But then like Sandy rips off her suit and Patrick just goes, "Wait, Sandy's a girl." <laughs> <laughs> Sandy's a girl. <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, that's so Don't they like climb to the top of bikini bottom in that one? Yeah, and then like all the <laughs> all the uh, seagulls come after them. Okay. Yeah, they walk another on honorable... land and they're all puppets. <laughs> oh yeah. Another honorable mention is the Christmas episode. Oh, I, I can't believe no one picked that one. Whatever Squidward's like, I, that's I, I love that that Santa gift of him going. <laughs> Whatever Squidward like realizes Santa didn't come, he's like slapping his ass in front of SpongeBob. Like, told you so. <laughs> and then SpongeBob gives him a gift, and it's like the clarinet. Yeah. And then like Squ- the Squidward's like, I feel like a, I feel like, a, and it just shows like the donkey on the screen. <laughs> Two I, two, I just thought of Snow Day, the Snow Day one. Oh, the uh, the, the uh, uh, snowball fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. then uh, what was the one with um, like any, pretty much any situation where like they're outside of like the sea and you just see like a real sponge and a real starfish that always cracks me up too. What other ones are the movie? Uh, the movie too. Yeah. When he has the suds, which the suds, I almost yeah. wanted to pick too. The creepy one where he turns into a snail. Oh yeah, that one. I hated that one. That was one. weird. Yeah, I hated that was that weird. One. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the the sea bear. <laughs> the ca- yeah, yeah oh, camping episode. Yeah, the camping There's episode. So many great ones. Uh, C A M P F I R E F U N G song. We at least it wasn't a sixth round. Yeah. At least it wasn't a sea rhinoceros. What attracts them? The sound of a sea bear attack. Wait, is that where the gorilla comes out of nowhere? Is no, that the that's same? Different. That's, different. <laughs> that's, that's the that's the one I mentioned where he busts his ass. Okay. Like, yeah, he, he rips him in It's like, you better be careful or you'll end up in the iron butt. And that's the same one with like the uh, indoors, yeah. indoors. Like Penny used napkin and chip, chip, yeah, chip. Penny and use napkin. Yeah, they well they have Patrick in a gorilla suit, and he takes it off. He's like, I am in the gorilla suit. I thought I was doing a pretty good job. And there's like a guy in a Patrick suit and he takes it off. <laughs> it's a real gorilla. I just saw the one where they adopt the little clam where it's like, <laughs> just Patrick guard. yeah. What's, what's the one where that has the whole scene of like the guy going to his nine to five doing traffic. Like come to bed, dear. come to bed, honey. <laughs> yeah. Yes, dear. What's that episode from? I love that. I think it's from the Mrs. Puff doing time. I was going to mention it when you did pick that one, but I didn't know. Because I think it's like, what, you can na- be out there having freedom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, that's definitely it. Yeah. That's definitely it. And it just, mm-hmm. just cuts Talking about the outside. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like in his car. He's like at his cubicle. <laughs> like, I said that I come to bed, honey. Yes, dear. I literally sent that to someone recently. 
Oh, uh, when I was in Ohio, I sent it to my buddy Morgano because he said you hate people from Ohio, and I said that's what uh, people from Ohio are. That mean. Okay. But all right. Anyone else say any other things? Well, thank you both for coming on. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, thank you for having us. Yeah, thank us, Joey. It was a pleasure. <laughs> and I love how we said thank you guys, and we both just yeah. <laughs> you guys say, to, say to thank you for thanking us. Say, say something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't forget to vote like on subscribe. Saturday. I think you might have the winner. Who? You. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, he always does. I you won last <laughs> week. You literally won last week. Um, yeah, if, if Mere Guy wins, then it goes into our – Total. If either you guys win, we'll let you pick the t- uh, topic for the next w- the week after. Okay, that works. Or the grand finale, the top five <clears throat> grand finale. We'll let you guys pick Ooh. the topic. Okay. All right. So we'll see. Good there'll shit. be a there'll be a poll. So on Instagram, you won't be able to vote. <laughs> but Joe, if you want to go on and vote for yourself, you can. All right. All right. Let's take it over to pop culture. Yeah. All right, let's take it over to pop culture. Still slow season with the strikes, but let's get into movies. First up, uh, you got a chance to see the Ninja Turtles. The Turts. The Turts. I saw the Turts. Dude, what'd you think? Um, I liked it a lot. So I'm not a huge Turts guy. I mm-hmm. like the uh, live action ones that came in the 90s. Seen cartoons here and there. Played with the toys a lot. It's all the Michael Bay ones. Yeah. Um, but this movie is the best Ninja Turtles like, content I've ever watched. That's what I'm hearing. It, it, I would give it an 8 out of 10 right now. Mm-hmm. I think it could go higher in my mind. I just i am afraid of recency bias where I don't want to give it too high of a score off the rip. Yeah. yeah. But the animation style is great. What I heard was that the director wanted the artist to lazily draw like teenagers are drawing. Oh, that's cool. So, so to make it look like Dude, Seth Rogen did such a good job with this. I know. So like, <laughs> ma- is it, they're like, imagine like a, a teenager who's getting into art. Mm-hmm. You don't know every little technique. So we asked our artists to kind of just do it lazily, and then they, then like the one breakdown set a freeze frame. And you, said, you look at the uh, windows of the buildings. It's literally just yellow scribbles. That's cool. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. Like the art art side of things is amazing. Mm. Um, it reminded me a lot of Spider Verse, but like. A different style. Like if if the cross of Spider Verse had a Spider Man who was like a teenager and they yeah they had that I got that you. style. I could see that being like a specific Spider Man style. Mm-hmm. The voice actors for the kids was amazing, and I heard beforehand that they had the kids record in the same room, so they'd have like the, yeah yeah they gel that. and yeah. stuff, and you can definitely tell it comes across. Like mm-hmm. all the little banter that like was improvised was like very much teenagers. The other than that, all the other cast was awesome. Yeah, like. So, to name a few that I know of, at least, uh, Ice Cube. Superfly, which is a great villain. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd's a gecko. Uh, Post Malone. Post Malone's a stingray. Um, yeah, John Cena and Seth Rogen as Roxanne and Bebop. Bebop. And then, was there more? There's yeah, more. Rose Byrne. Okay. Was, was, a, was Leatherhead. Okay. Maya Rudolph was the one of the villains. Okay. Um, which people were anticipating that it's going to be... What Krang, whatever his name is, the little head alien thing. Okay, I'm not, um, I'm not too familiar with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The Turts. I'm not familiar with the verse. No, this is the Turts. No, um, Turts verse. Yeah, but the, the villain's great. The music's great. I'm, I'm glad about that. 
it's not a spoiler, but like when you see Superfly, mm-hmm. when like the turtles like introduce Superfly, uh, Rock Steady and Bebop come out with a giant speaker and they hit play to introduce them. Yeah, and it's uh, Wake Up in the Sky. Wow! You know I'm super fly. You know I'm super fly. And then That's they're all just—they're all just like dancing yeah. as like he walks out. It's so sweet. Um, That's hilarious. Annie up is a great song in there. Mm-hmm. Like a fight scene. Annie up, get got that too. Um, yeah, it, it's just like it's like very like great hip hop soundtrack. Um, what else? The story itself is great. One thing that I. It's not a spoiler. I'm not gonna tell you what happened. What, what happens? But like, Josh pointed. This out. I saw it was Josh. Mm. He pointed this out. Splinter when he's fighting, yeah, is just Jackie Chan's fight style. Yeah, like kind of like the stumbling around and mm. grabbing this and like that's cool. He said it's really cool how they animated Splinter fighting just to be like based off of Jackie Chan. That is cool. Yeah, that, that's that. really really cool. That's I, I'm like I really want to see this movie. It's just I have shit going on this weekend. Yeah. So I don't know if I'll get a chance to see it yeah, till I next weekend. Because I I really really liked it. Yeah. Um, it was funny. It was like the action was cool. Mm-hmm. And, like I said, everything else is awesome. So I'm not gonna say anything else about like because I don't want to spoil it. No, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. I'm glad to hear though. I'm excited for it. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, uh, Blue Beetle debuted with an 88% on Rotten Tomatoes and. I think IGN gave it a seven. They called it a, a solid addition to the DC universe. So I don't know. I don't think I'm going to see it just because the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie. Like, I'm definitely seeing that first. Yeah. But if I, I don't know, if I saw the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie and I was also looking to see another movie, Blue Beetle will be next. Blue Beetle, I'll see it when it comes on streaming. Definitely when it's on streaming. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, and then the only other thing I had for movies was there's new rumors for Deadpool 3 that they have casted somebody in the role of the hero Dazzler. Oh, I saw. Taylor Swift. Yeah. Hilarious. I can a thousand percent see it. Yeah, me too. Solely because Ryan Reynolds and her. Yeah. They're really close. That fa- like Blake Lively, Taylor Swift, and Ryan Reynolds are really close. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, I think it will be just a throwaway cameo. Yeah, yeah. like Kind of like Brad Pitt was in Deadpool 2. Yeah. I think it's going to be like she's in one scene, has like three lines, mm-hmm. and that's it. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. I, I really want to see this Deadpool 3 movie, dude. Mm-hmm. I think this movie will be like a really good movie in a shitty MCU slate. I, I think yeah, I think it's going to shine. I think all the multiverse shit to this point hasn't really knocked anyone's socks off. Mm-hmm. I think this is not going to – the multiverse aspect's not going to knock your socks off, but I think it's going to be so goddamn funny. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what you get from Deadpool. You don't want like a mind blowing movie. You want comedy. Yeah. Exactly. You want some a lot sick of action. fight scenes. Yeah. Fight scenes are sick in comedy. You mm-hmm. don't really need anything else besides that. Exactly. Uh anything else for movies you wanted to toss in? That was all I had. Uh no. I still need to see Barbie and Oppenheimer and stuff. Oppenheimer so one thing that Chelsea has listen, so I can kinda of talk shit. She <laughs> does this all the time. Where she wants to see a movie with me. And then she, like, prevents me from seeing it with anyone else. But she already saw Barbie. And I was like, I kind of want to see Barbie. And she's like, we better see it with you. You have to, you can't, you have to wait to see it with me. I want to I be there when you watch it. <laughs> well, I'm like, well, you never have time to go to movies. I suggest it's go to movies. You're like, no, no, I don't want to go to movies. <laughs> well, what the hell? I mean, there's some movies I just never. Nope. Yeah. Nope. I never saw because she wanted to see it with me. And I asked her to go see it. She goes, no, I'm, I don't want to. <laughs> like what? 
Yeah. There's just certain movies like if she puts her stake on it. I feel like at this point it's something you just gotta you gotta go see it and take it to the grave. I've I've done that before where she I just like she says wait for me. I know she's not gonna see. The other thing that stinks is you gotta act surprised if you see it with her one day. No, and she she'll get mad at me. I'll 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 just strip tell her, and she'll get (laughs) mad at me, and then I'll just be like, "Well, you were never gonna see it with me." Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not waiting for it to come to streaming. I want to see it. But all right, let's take it over TV. First episode is dropping Wednesday. Really? Two episode premiere on Wednesday. Yep. Rebel season five. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. Then uh, Netflix also dropped the trailer for Scott Pilgrim reboot centering around an anime-style show more directly related to the comic with all the live-action stars reprising their roles. That's an anime I'd watch because I love Scott Pilgrim. Dude, it looks good. <laughs> it looks good. It started off with the trailer. Do you see the trailer? No. It starts off with uh, the one drummer. She's like, we are Sex Bomb and we're here to <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, I was surprised, like you got all the voice actors returning to their roles, like even Chris cast. Evans and Jason Jason Schwartzman, uh, Mary Elizabeth Wallstadt. Yeah, it's gonna be great. That's awesome. So I'm I'm pretty excited for that, honestly. Uh, Macaulay Culkin's brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But that's all I have for TV. Did you watch It's Always Sunny yet? No. Last episode's so funny. I will get there. I will. But all right. Jams of the week, music. Uh, I have two for you on the Talk Your Dirty Jams playlist on Spotify. I have uh, the one you're probably going to hear all of the white girls singing at the bar while you're trying to buy shots is Bad Idea, Right? by Olivia Rodrigo. It's okay. Um, it's just about her talking about, hey, is it a bad idea to go with my ex? And most of people would say, probably not. And she's like, well, I'm going to anyways. It's like, all right, cool. Uh, what a waste of time. Um, I'm kind of out on Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah? Uh, because I heard vampires about Taylor Swift. Ooh. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Then I have your jam of the week, supposed to be love, DJ Khaled, Little Baby Future, and Lil Uzi Vert. DJ Khaled's coming back with another album. It's another probably, one. It's probably going to be good. Um, this one has a sample from Pretty Young Thing. Nice. So, yeah, recommend it. Nice. Go check that out on the Talking Dirty James playlist on Spotify, where you can also see the podcast there and on Apple Podcasts. Ryan, how about our closing statements? Another week, another Talking Dirty. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the opening statements. Yeah. Cash Brothers Paying, 412-784-1577. Give them a call today, Cash Brothers Paying, if you need a paint job. Ice cream paint job. No, no, not ice cream. They they bring ice cream. No, they don't. Stop spring laws. Push pops. They might have push pops. Push like pops. Lollipop version, not the ice cream. Okay. Um, follow us on Instagram, at Day Sports. And 2 chains line of the week. <laughs> this is a very funny one. Okay. I bet the neighbors know my name. They call me Oh Fuck Oh Shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, isn't it? Yeah, I like that one. That's a good one. All right. See you guys. Peace out. In case you couldn't tell, I guess I'm doing well. This is just part of our survival. She said that I don't care. She swept back her hair I guess this isn't our revival 
The ocean view gets me every time. I know I'm out of line, but I know that it gets better. Come on, show me a sign as we're dancing here in the perfect silent weather. Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep. Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet. When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat. Only then will you know what I mean. Baby, you're messing up my phrasing. It's questions that you're raising. Just know you really drive me fucking crazy. And even though I like your state of mind, right, girl? Wrong time. Baby, you could have been my lady. Making me all hazy. Time has passed, the days are moving fast We need to get to where we're going No matter where you go, even a stone's throw The things you learn are always showing Oh baby, I think I know why You aren't left behind, these things are contradicting I know somewhere that I will pass you by With a sunset in the sky, do you know what I'm saying? Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat